0: The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of myself and my guests and do not reflect those of the Walt Disney Company or anyone else's employers. Here in chilly Brighton, Cold out there. Winter sports are heating up with hockey, sledding, skiing, and apparently the frozen turnip challenge. Nope, too cold out here. Now let's check in with Molly McGee as she prepares for the ice skating competition. Oh, tough break. Let's go to the replay. Can she pull it together Saturday at 9.30 for an all-new Ghost in
1: Molly
2: McGee? I'm almost, I'm almost, ah, ah. Grace of a baby giraffe.
0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the podcast without a cool acronym. Yeah, it's been a little while, hasn't it? I'm your host, Chandler Derroche. Joining me today on the podcast via Zoom, we have Degil.
1: Greetings,
3: citizens.
0: We have, once again, Andrew Grabowski.
3: What's good, gamers?
0: (laughs) And joining us for the very first time, you know him from the Twitter feed at rct 3 is Epic, and you know him from his upcoming video about the attractions of the state of Washington. Ladies and gentlemen, Jacob Martin.
2: I'm actually the famous DJ they were referring to about the Bat Misfit episode in this show. (laughs)
0: Mm. Yes. Yes, he is. Uh, I, either you or uh Andrew Reyes who actually also is a DJ
2: so there's two of us now yes <laughs> yes a definitely. double DJ
1: if you will well,
4: all right actually,
2: so technically, because my background is triple because yes
1: oh uh, well it's, <laughs> it's Daft really Punk DJ. so wouldn't that be
2: quadruple oh. it's
0: four
1: yeah quadruple yeah <laughs>
0: Um, So today we are here to once again talk about a um, show that has quickly become pretty much my favorite show, Um, The Ghosts and Molly McGee, specifically season one, episodes 11 through 15, Uh, because I was very fortunate when the show came out that they decided to drop the episodes on Disney Plus five at a time. I'm like, okay, that's how I'm going to cover ongoing shows from now on when they start dropping so like hamster and gretel same kind of thing um of course we're kind of a little late because these episodes have been on disney plus for a while but i've been doing other stuff specifically traveling a whole bunch which is why i've only released like one podcast this entire summer and it was for the bob's burgers movie which come to think of it is co- sort of what happened last summer where after i went on my road trip i kind of just didn't make podcasts for a little while because i'm like i'm gonna do stuff <laughs> you know more the stuff famous is-
1: travel burnout huh
0: Yeah, more stuff is, well, more stuff was back open last year, too. So it was like, I want to spend time doing stuff. I know, um, Jacob, you just watched the whole show all the way through to prepare for this podcast because you hadn't seen it before. So, uh, yep. Got to give me your first thoughts. What do you think?
2: I think overall, I very much enjoyed the show's atmosphere. However, the one thing I will say, I can't unhear Master Shake. I cannot (laughs) unhear it yeah like that's all that i could i kept waiting for for the ghost to just start talking (laughs) about like i was waiting for scratch to mention the bibble you know
0: (laughs) (laughs) so um of course um i'm sure we've mentioned before scratch is played by dana snyder who also played master shake and also he played grabala the hut in um the lego star wars um stuff including i'm assuming he's going to be in the summer vacation special that's coming out which we are definitely covering
3: like no that's question the one about with that. the original song by weirdo i'm very yes with an, an
0: original song by Weird Al, we're definitely covering that
1: the world will hear my world famous d gills sets i recognize list once again
3: yes <laughs> i really like this show um i haven't watched the entire thing in order or anything like that um i pretty much have just gone to disney plus and picked randomly out of the thumbnails that looked interesting to me which works out for the show because it's not really like an arcing narrative the way that like ducktales or or Owl house would be um it's much more episodic um so you told me we were, we we're watching episodes 11 through 15 and i was like oh i don't know if i've seen those and then i checked and i had seen most of them yeah uh, and I, I i've since watched all of them um but yeah it's really great i think uh the art style of the show is just very appealing. It's very expressive and fun and vibrant to look at. Um, the entire thing, just based on premise, loosely reminds me of the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. Yeah, that's kind uh, of what I was. I was, was a big fan of you know mm. like this uh, deathly being who is permanently tethered to a kid. Um, but I think tonally, it's it definitely stands out a bit from that show. It's much more like I don't know Disney for lack of a better word.
0: Yeah, well, Molly's um, uh, very optimistic and positive, whereas you kind of got um, Billy, who's kind of, a, who's kind of a doofus, and Mandy's very pessimistic.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I would say the show as a whole is less pessimistic than Grim Adventures.
0: Right. Because um, obviously, it's, uh, and the, the show is really kind of based on um, the creator's friendship, because um, it's, it's kind of based on an optimists and a pessimist kind of finding common ground and becoming good friends.
3: Yeah. And it's got a lot of songs, which are generally bangers um, and really, just really good voice acting. I've I've been enjoying my time with it.
1: Well, with Ghost and Molly McGee, um, I saw the first episode, but for me, it couldn't have come at a worse possible time because it came (laughs) out right in the thick of season three of Amphibia. Oh yeah. And I freaking love Amphibia. I'm in the middle of my second rewatch of it right now. I'm in season two. And um, yeah, so I was like, cute. I'll kind of get around to it when I get around to it. But then just after the finale, I was just like, uh, so why did you leave me? But yeah, then I watched 11 through 15 for the podcast today. And, and yeah, it does feel kind of good to have an easy breezy episodic show back in my life.
0: Really the biggest arcs that have happened so far in the show have been um Libby kind of being suspicious and ultimately um Molly uh finally telling her about Scratch but only after an elaborate scheme where she um comes up with this this fake friend to be friends with Libby so that she can keep their friendships separate and it just does not work because Libby is like immediately like okay so she's created a flimsy fake friend why (laughs) and that was a lot of fun and of course um and of course the other one is kind of just everything with the ghost council and how um there's more joy in brighton because um Molly has become friends with Scratch and Scratch is being um nicer and and also kind of slacking on his scares in general cuz like he basically only do he, he basically only does his scaring because he absolutely has to because it's his job. It's like he's a monster at Monsters, Inc who's just like <laughs> I just punch in and out. I don't actually care about my job. He's at, like, the bottom of the scare ranking.
3: Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. There was like, one, you know, one of these like, episodes...
0: Actually, he gets good results when he actually tries, but he's very uh, he's very much a procrastinator, for sure.
3: I definitely got some Monsters, Inc. vibes in the Scare Tactics episode where they're, like, at the seminar to lear- learn how to scare.
0: They care a lot about paperwork, too, which is really funny.
3: They may be dead, and but they're I still being <laughs>
0: It's always funny, I, I think, especially the idea that in this world where it's like you die and it's like, oh, you just have to do more of the nine to five office grind forever. <laughs>
1: I just got to be a brief scene from Fraggle Rock. And, mm-hmm. Yay, tedium and drudgery.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the first half of episode 11 is called The Ice Princess. Um, the first real hiatus was um, between episodes um, 10 and 11. So the first half of that first episode is The Ice Princess. Um, and basically the global games are happening which, of course, is basically just a stand-in for the Olympics, because, you know, they happen every four years and all that. Um, every
1: two, but who's counting? Well,
0: well yeah. yeah it's, it's, it uh, just changes what kind of games
2: every two years.
0: Yes. Um, and um, basically, the McGee's are walking into the, the grocery store, and, oh, look, it's COVID chaos. It's everyone trying to buy everything before... Uh, and obviously this happens with storms, too, but it's the same kind of thing where it's like everyone's trying to be prepared for an emergency. And as a result, it ends up just being like just havoc. You see,
1: but, this is why more states need to legalize weed, because here in California, where it is legal, you don't really see a lot of that. People are just way more chill and there are a lot more, you know, donut shops by every corner. So uh, people are fine. I don't know. In, oh, in an
2: Washington, earthquake happened. Where it is legal.
3: The ghost earthquake. and legalize weed.
2: <laughs> in washington where it's also legal though we did have a lot of panic buying when the um when the pandemic first started like you could not find hand sanitizer or toilet paper when covid first really hit in seattle mm. i can tell you right now it was the panic the buying. the toilet paper one way was especially higher. stupid because it's like what did
0: people suddenly start pooping more it doesn't make a whole lot of sense <laughs> well, well
3: no
2: they pooped at work and now they have to poop at home
3: <laughs> you can add I this mean, to yeah, the list of true. disney channel shows that like unintentionally reflects uh covid yeah just yeah. like Endless like, like,
0: against the universe did
3: right my personal space my personal space oh
1: <laughs> and uh don't forget uh ducktales with the gold flute with, with the gold fever episode
0: oh yeah, yeah. that was a fun one <laughs> that that's the one that gave us the glorious scene where glom gold is dancing to uh all i do is win at scrooge's funeral <laughs>
1: uh times like this are kind of glad episodes like this aren't put on youtube because then you could just smash cut to have the the clip the audio of the clip play right now
0: yeah oh um also another thing i quickly wanted to bring up um the so of course the show is on hiatus right now until season two comes out, and the last part of season one is dropping actually when this podcast is airing, it'll be my plan is to have the podcast come out tomorrow, which is the day that the last bit of season one drops on Disney Plus. So obviously go watch it. But mm-hmm. the other thing that's happened is that there is a new show that has started airing on Disney Channel called Chibiverse, which is essentially kind of like House of Mouse but yeah. um but it's with the the chibi shorts that they've been making for years now
3: and it's all um, disney tva characters specifically. yeah it's
0: all disney tva characters and they're all living on this tiny planet that a bunch of scientists apparently working underneath the magic kingdom created <laughs> Like it's it's underneath the castle, like so. It's at cash control. Yeah, (laughs) it's it's just funny to see that kind of stuff where it's like, yeah, it's in an underground laboratory under Disney World. I'm like, but that
2: doesn't that's not a thing.
3: Yeah. So
2: the Utilidors Yes.
3: (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, I watched. I watched like uh, about half of the first episode of TV version. It's pretty cute, and I think it's a creative way to like keep all of these properties alive without obviously like you know spending a lot of money and keeping the same teams around yeah like like they even had like some like impossible stuff in there
0: yeah and but... uh they did have uh doofenshmirtz do some lines but that makes sense because obviously dan palmermeyer is currently working with disney so i yeah, have we, to wonder... we will be
3: seeing doofenshmirtz until the end of time whether we want to or not yeah we will. <laughs> well he is doctor time isn't he
0: <laughs> yes he is professor time
3: professor time excuse me
0: professor times time ships
1: Guess no one will be dancing with me at the Dan and Swampy Memorial Ball.
0: Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so back to the Ice Princess. So everyone's freaking out about the storm and um one of the mentions the urban legend of the ice princess and um Patty, who of course has um, been around in several episodes and will come up later in this discussion, is like, no, that's just a myth, but the ice storm's real and it's a coming. Um <laughs> And they get, uh, so the McGee's get home after, you know, Pete gets tackled by one of the people working at the store, because of course, uh, and they get home and are kind of talking about it and Scratch is like, oh, so you haven't heard of the Ice Princess? And, um, they're like, wait, she's real? He's like, yeah, of course she's real. And it's like, well, Helen Harriet's real, so you shouldn't be too surprised.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Of course she's real. She has a DCOM on Disney+. Plus. You're giving up your dream.
2: No, Mom, I'm giving up your dream.
0: Michelle Trachtenberg stars in Ice Princess. Premieres Friday at 8.30, 7.30
1: Central on Disney Channel.
0: You're giving up your dream. No, Mom, I'm giving up your dream.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Also, I will say, as somebody who only really knows him from The Daily Show, it's really weird to hear Jordan Klepper not interviewing idiots (laughs) (laughs) wait who does Jordan Klepper do in this he's the dad yeah I didn't
3: put that together I I know, because I've watched The Daily Show, and I know exactly what you're talking about, but...
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's so weird to see him, like, not talking to people about, like, random various political going-ons.
4: Last weekend, the Trump Freedom Tour, comprised of Don, his son, and a caravan of folks looking for book deals, headed to Mississippi. And I was curious who was shelling out the nine to $4,000 for a ticket to see the show.
2: (sighs) My kids
1: participating in local politics. (sighs) I've never been more proud.
3: Now that you've... Said that it totally makes sense in my mind I, I had a similar realization when i was looking up ashley birch and i realized that she was the ash from hey ash what you play
2: playing like the old
3: youtube series about like i used to watch that i had no idea that was like the current voice actor for molly mcgee
0: uh
3: i mean really i'm cool. sure
1: he could try asking scratch but i don't think he'd care much
0: <laughs> what do i care i'm dead <laughs> exactly exactly um <laughs>
3: i don't know oh, I, are, there, are notes, there politics in the in the ghost world like who elects the ghost council
0: um it, it's not really known how the chairman became the chairman i wonder if they'll kind of mention by that being tall and scary yeah
3: ah, um, there's, there's more okay. stuff i yeah. don't
0: want to spoil if you haven't gotten through the whole rest of the season andrew
3: gotcha gotcha
0: um also someone in the store actually the person that ends up tackling uh pete is like what are you new in town it's like yeah i thought at this point everybody knew that the mcgees were new in town cut to john mulaney i'm new in town and it gets worse (laughs) 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 um but so um scratch tells them the story of how um oh shoot i forgot her name the um uh
1: sonia davis
0: sonia davis so sonia davis uh, was in the global games and she messed up her routine and uh, actually like one of her skates flew off and like, uh, didn't it like cut one of the judges hair in half or something? I think so. Something like that. And they do.
1: thankful it was just the hair.
0: They do a lot of gags with sharp objects um, flying through the air and uh, usually, end up, usually they end up cutting scratch because obviously he's a ghost and it doesn't matter. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Yeah, scratch definitely has some like SpongeBob esque tendencies of just like ripping himself in half for comedic effect. Oh yes. yeah, that's Toon Force baby. Yeah. Well, he
0: there's a there's a couple where he he actually um, he uh, he gets cut he gets cut in half. I think a couple times in this episode, and then also he like shields the McGees from like a bunch of icicles that are being thrown at them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they go to the pond and they find Sonia skating, and. Um, Molly suggests that she maybe do a pairs routine that might help her get over this. Uh, she's like, Hey, I could I could skate with you, but she has no experience whatsoever. Uh, yeah, and she it, just eats
1: it on the ice. Yeah, the
0: the grace of a baby giraffe, <laughs> as Scratch says. <sense. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> Which is I crazy. swear
1: Dana Snyder gets just all the best lines.
0: Oh my god, he does. Like even in like Chibiverse when he's saying like The thing about post-living person, it's like, that wouldn't be very funny, but he makes it hilarious, and I love it. (laughs) Just the way that he says that.
3: (laughs) It's so great, I love it. I like the sort of, like, wholesome turn they have in this episode, where, like, rather than Molly, like, getting better and being the one to do it, she's just like, you know what, this is my dad's thing, I'm gonna step aside.
0: Yeah, because it turns out that her dad was actually uh, a figure skater back in, like, high school um and he went by the name blades and daryl's like you you had a cool name like blades and you went back to pete
1: (laughs) no that's actually because um disney started to come down hard after the marvel acquisition just like Um, hey you can't have that nickname
0: no you can't have that. that's mahashara
1: ali's nickname now
0: (laughs) um and actually one thing that they do is um they kind of set up the twins appearance later um uncle that's uncle billy um that um is there because it turns out all the other mcgees have illy names except for pete (laughs) yeah all all the other mcgees on that level of the family have illy names except for pete which is kind of funny it's kind of kind of like well so why did they just do the one but then it's like um i'm kind of just thinking about how like um there was one time we were going to um, Disneyland and they were scanning all of our passes and it's like, they're all M names and then they get to me. It's like, wait, Chandler, how did you go? How did you end up going without an M? It's like, no, I have an M. It's my first name. I go by my middle name. They're like, oh, so yeah, that's, that's kind I of think funny. that's
3: what they were referencing.
0: Yes, mm. that's exactly what they were referencing. Totally. Um, the
1: mouse knows all. Yes, the
0: mouse knows all. Um, but so... <laughs> um pete offers to skate with sonya and Sonia's like okay that's you know this will work but by the way if if we mess up then i'll cover brighton entirely in ice forever and um uh, smash cut to uh pete slamming cups of hot chocolate <laughs> yeah <laughs> which it, d- drinking allegories like that are always funny
2: <laughs> especially because it's um, it hot chocolate to- just yeah. imagine like rest in peace his mouth
1: (laughs) yeah that's actually the funny thing i'm watching the spectacular spider-man on netflix right now and i got to the episode where he actually burned his tongue on hot cocoa so i'm just like bro you should be talking a lot more like yes after shotgunning (laughs) Shotgunning hot cocoa cocoa like that
0: (laughs) um but he um, eventually gets the courage to go to the, go do the routine and it goes pretty well until um, uh, it's like a, there's like a thing in his foot that like um, flares up and he ends up falling and yeah, it looks like it hurts. <laughs> um, but Sonya's like, I had so much fun! <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, phew, she's not going to destroy us all, that's good. And she's like that's what i was missing not uh, not not the metal but you know just the the love of the love of the sport the love of what i do and very wholesome. yes very mm-hmm. wholesome, and she's happy and and skates off and into she... the the bright light where she kn- we, we know she ends up going to the ghost world later because we end up seeing her later spoiler alert um I think she might have even come back in the the Very Hungry Ghost episode later. I didn't look closely enough at that, but I think I think most of the ghosts that have been seen prior to this point show up again in that episode. Hmm.
2: And then she disappeared and took over the body of a woman voiced by Idina Menzel to specifically make them annoyed by da- by songs. <laughs> <laughs> that was her real curse. It wasn't the ice. It was the songs.
0: Yes um and then the so the next episode is ready set snow um and one thing i noticed is that like cartoon characters whenever there's um snow like whenever they're doing a winter episode it's always that they wear their normal outfit inside and then they put on additional clothes over it to go outside yeah
3: i mean that's kind of how i roll yeah. yeah same um
1: instead of the headphones over my helmet it's earmuffs
0: yes so uh molly and daryl are waiting on it to be confirmed on the news that there is indeed a snow day for brighton and um it, it's the it's the classic thing where it's like wait that's every town around us what, what what about us it's like oh wait we got a late breaking announcement and brighton's closed too and they're like yes
3: i i related so hard to that um like, I, I have very fond memories of, like, waking up to see which schools were called out for snow and just see, the, the exhilaration of the universe I, coming up or the crushing defeat if yours is not.
0: Yes. See, I'm from Las Vegas, so the one day that it, like, actually really snowed um, back when I was in middle school, it, like, crippled the whole town because they don't have the infrastructure to clear all of that. So, obviously, everyone yeah. had the day off, which was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, because it was it was it it was to the point where it obviously had snowed, but it wasn't like so cold that you didn't want to do anything, which is what we see in this episode. (laughs) Yeah, so they they did a
1: really good job of making everything just look way too cold.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they did a great job of making it look absolutely miserable. And I know this is technically the the first snow day, but like this is after Christmas. So obviously they've had time to play in the snow before this including mm. weekends. Cause it's, it's been like that the whole time. But... I don't know.
3: I'm in Maryland and usually we've had some pretty uh, snow free December we always tend to get it in like February.
0: Yeah. 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 But it, it, it has snowed by the time you get to like the Hanukkah and Christmas. Episode, oh, that's true. So yeah. They definitely do have snow.
2: Like I remember, um, see the only snow days I can think of were both like terrible for me. Yeah. Like well, the first one was in middle school we lost power oh. so we were just stuck there like <laughs> we were stuck in this house and like i remember my brother and i we literally had to hike up the hill and walk to the nearby safeway so we could get stuff yeah and then the other time was like a couple of years ago um like straight up my school got canceled for like three weeks and cause I'm in college and I have to pay for my classes. I'm like, what the, this is terrible. Why I are you charging me for this? I'm just stuck at home. <laughs> <laughs> Not to mention that was the first time I had ever done a self-funded trip to Disneyland. Oh uh, yeah. So I was also like, you know, I can't go to work. I need to pay rent. <laughs> what is this?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Also, when Molly calls Libby, um, she's reading a Libby's reading a book called Bill and Bob's OK Adventure. <laughs>
2: yeah, I've noticed there's been some references like that. Like, I think it was the um, it was the camping episode near the start where they mentioned the hitchhikers ghost. And I was like, hmm. No, it was um,
0: that was the that was the one where they make the horror movie. Yeah, the hitchhikers ghost. Yeah, well, yeah. One of the chibi shorts they did was one where Molly and Scratch go visit the haunted mansion. it's great i have not seen that one yeah you gotta go watch that one if you haven't seen it it's it's great and the other thing i found out um is that um on my rewatch i noticed oh grandma nin is from los angeles well i mean she's originally from thailand but she lives in los angeles so i'm like okay so first of all there's an amphibia connection right there because i'm sure she goes to that same temple if she lives in la um, if these shows take place in the same world. And also that that confirms my headcanon that Molly has probably been to Disneyland on more than one occasion because I'm sure that grandma <laughs> would have taken at least her and Daryl, if not the whole family at some point. So.
1: She does strike very, you know, let's go to Pixie Hollow and make sure I get my picture with Tinkerbell before the oh, day yes. is up kind of person. Get all
0: of the selfies and hugs with all of the characters, even the villains. It doesn't matter. Just everyone. Yeah. <laughs> just
1: Just imagine her hug just imagine her hugging the evil queen from snow white
2: (laughs) (laughs) i'd love to see like that'd be a fun like short episode as they go to disneyland i mean sure it'd be like you know one of those stupid cash grab you know promote what's new episodes like all those uh all those 90s let's go to disney world episodes but you
0: know if any animated show could do a disney world episode i'm like um bob's burgers the grandparents live in florida they'd have an excuse to do so yeah and they could get away with it without having to worry about like um because i know like i i I forget when this was mentioned but someone had asked if they could do like an episode of phineas and ferb where they go to disneyland or disney world and um Mm. either dan or swampy was like we asked they said we could not
1: (laughs) man,
2: because of advertising rules apparently I'd love to see a series on Disney Plus where it's just the theme park, like the characters in the parks. That was supposedly going to be a thing. There was a
0: there was a concept for that, and no, it never got picked up. Like
2: I, I it was about princesses like, roaming around, and it like was Meredith it was an interesting idea. Certain games. It was an
0: interesting idea because it was sort of a night in the museum idea, but not like Kingdom Keepers where yeah. like all the animatronics come to life. It was actually, the idea was, it was about the little popcorn characters. Like the little characters at the popcorn carts, they come to <laughs> life and have adventures after the park is closed. I'm like, that is such a fun
2: idea. See, now I'm mad that doesn't exist.
0: <laughs> right, why did that not get picked up? I will say that at least Chibi-verse kind of ostensibly exists on a small planet that is the, um, the character's worlds, but also like stuff from the parks because like you can see in the in the like title screen there's like space mountain and big thunder you know on the planet so it's like those exist so maybe we'll see some more of that who knows and they can do whatever they want in those chibi shorts they just can't for full episodes
2: Mm. i'm just waiting for uh pavel to show up from tron uprising and mess with everything
1: Uh, (laughs) don't even tease that (laughs)
2: We need Pee yeah. Wee Herman to de some people. If only we were <laughs> planning on covering
0: Tron at some point in the future.
4: If only we were planning
0: on cr- covering Tron Uprising at some point when a certain hmm. roller coaster opens.
1: We want to ride the coaster.
0: Yeah, we're getting there. They, be there for the, the, most recent news. the most recent news on that is that Tomorrowland Light and Power, the gift shop that is the Space Mountain exit, Will be closing so that they can do construction work over there, so they can like knock out the back wall and make it easier to access. So that's happening.
2: We're getting there. We're getting there. I'm hoping in in uh, D23 this year. I don't know, man. I kind of want to just bring it to California as well. Yeah, mostly because I don't want to have to deal with the virtual (laughs) queue, and I want to be there on opening day. Yeah. (laughs) Make it Disneyland forward. There's your answer. Yes, that's true. (laughs) uh um, well,
1: where's the room knock out the lagoon and knock out the launch bay bam tron coaster yeah,
2: yeah yeah um or you could make it replace the people mover have that big launch straight go over the main walkway they might have to come up <sighs> yeah but
0: that would be sweet <laughs> um also the other thing is that when molly and daryl are dancing molly's <laughs> flossing at one point yeah i noticed And that. some people were like oh that's so cringe i'm like but she's a kid
2: today like that's yeah. what she would be doing they
3: gotta they gotta
2: yes it made sense though it is weird because like what the other day my friend and i were watching a bunch of old spongebob episodes so it's weird to see like cartoons referencing modern day things to me i'm just not used to it at all
0: i mean the flossing at least hasn't aged as poorly as phineas and ferb referencing Gangnam style that
2: one time <laughs> phineas and ferb references oh, that, 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 so really like that one has aged really badly I feel like Phineas and Ferb can get a pass because they reference everything. So, eh.
1: Aren't you a yeah. little young to be referencing everything?
2: Yes, yes we are. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
0: Molly, Molly calls Libby over and Libby comes over and she's like covered in icicles. Molly's like, I'm excited to have fun on this snow day. And Libby's like, um, or we could do huga?"
2: Yeah, Which trying is to the what was the Danish it it was art of Hooga. being comfy
0: cozy. It's like, oh, Libby came over just because she wanted to snuggle. That's really cute. She wanted some
2: hugachaka. chaka.
0: Yes. Yes, she did. <laughs> and I'm like, that that sounds infinitely Although, preferable to freezing to death in a Midwest winter.
1: Yeah, w- was it just me or did she kind of look sort of Jack Nicholson-esque in the doorway?
0: Yeah, she did. She definitely did. <laughs> I, I have to assume that was somewhat intentional um but molly is very stubborn she's trying to get other people to want to go outside because the whole thing um uh, well before libby came over um she was talking with scratch about how she wanted to go outside and scratch was like yeah i i would rather do anything than go outside she's like well when Libby gets here it's going to be two against one and then of course libby wants to stay inside and so molly keeps trying to get other people like she gets, um, she gets Jeff, and she's like, "Well, now that's two against two, and the person with who's wearing the most colors gets to decide." Oh, would you look at that? That's me. And Scratch is like, "Well, you better check your mouth again." And Jeff has joined the the cuddle pile because, of course, he has. And... Um,
1: is it just me, or is or is Jeff voiced by Bill Fagerbakke?
2: He's not, but he totally should be. I literally that's like my first note is Jeff should be Bill Fagerbucky. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and Molly Bill gets Fager the rest Fager of the family. <laughs> what was that? It's okay. Take your time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Molly gets the rest of the family, which uh, it's funny because they always include Grandma Nin FaceTiming and apparently her vote counts even though she's not actually there. <laughs> she's, she's in California and she's like, yeah, I'll still set, set the tablet on the blanket. I'm good. <laughs> So set the tablet on the pillow, Um, and but literally all of them decide they want to do huga as opposed to going outside. And Molly's like, "Fine, I'll just go play with Daryl and his friends." And then Daryl comes back and he's like, "A a block of ice, yeah. (laughs)
4: It's too cold."
1: And And just cue that clip from, cue the clip from Mystery Science Theater three thousand. This kind of weather wouldn't phase the Midwest. (laughs)
2: <laughs> see i was thinking more of the penguins in madagascar when they actually finally got to antarctica and they're like well, this sucks
0: <laughs> uh, and then of course uh, molly goes outside and there's a the whole song where she's like yeah i'm having so much fun there's not icicles in my brain at all and there's the one part where <laughs> Uh, well, actually, the, I think the two mm-hmm. most notable things are she almost gets killed by icicles, which of course is a real thing that can happen, uh, and she's like she's like uh, on a therapy couch getting therapy from a snowman. She's like <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. Sigmund frozen, if you will. Yes, yeah,
0: Sigmund frozen, <laughs> because obviously, obviously, she's quickly going insane from all of this. <laughs>
4: no, yeah, Sigmund like makes... froze. There we go
2: she makes like the ice versions of her friends yes (laughs) she makes the snowman versions of her
0: friends to have a snowball fight and um is looking outside he's like okay i gotta i gotta stop this and he possesses the snowman to have it talk to her and he's like look sometimes you gotta do what your friends want to do and it it's not about what you do but who you spend your time with which you know is very sweet and the snowman which of course like, like i said is possessed by scratch pats around the back and she's like okay the cold is starting to affect my brain i'm gonna go inside yeah <laughs> and then she goes inside and apologizes to everyone and then um, of course everyone's like you know i'm actually feeling a little too toasty we've been inside all day
2: why don't we go yeah, outside?" yeah then we all go outside <laughs> Always how it is in cartoon logic is as yes, soon as the main character decides, yep, I'll conform, then everybody else is like, No, I don't want to do what you were doing. <laughs> doop I mean yes. it's the it's the novelty soda drinking hat all over again, you know? Yes.
0: <laughs> he was number she- one. <laughs>
1: Start a start a ding counter for every Spongebob reference we every have. Spongebob
0: now. reference. That's the other show I was kind of uh telling people this show kind of reminded me of is it. it has a lot of the same chaotic energy as like classic SpongeBob and it's so good.
2: Yeah, it's like if you took that one episode where the flying Dutchman moves into SpongeBob's house. <laughs> it's like if you made that episode a whole series. Yes.
3: That's pretty accurate
2: it's great uh so the next episode
0: is on um, game night which these kinds of episodes are always fun because they can be a really fun way to uh you know just just have some have some wholesome family arguments <laughs>
4: mm-hmm.
0: it's also fun because um um uh, people who make animated shows like this have a real knack for creating like really wacky board games uh, like Skidley Whiffers comes yeah. to mind. Uh, there's a couple others. I that... so
1: want to play Screwjopoly.
0: Yeah, Screwjopoly. Um, so the, the game that they're playing is called Mega City. But actually it starts with them, uh, doing a chore wheel. Um, and Scratch is like, why do I have to help do chores? You moved into my house. You bought it. You played <laughs> it. And Sharon just gives him a look. He's like, okay, yeah, fine. I'm, I'm down for chores and he gets stuck doing the downstairs bathroom which is apparently like absolutely awful
1: which I looked at it and I'm just like yeah that's not even close to the worst bathroom I've ever seen
2: nope (laughs) as a former Safeway employee yeah I could uh, no I've seen some horrors in my time
0: (laughs) Uh, also um, scratch um, sends himself to go see the the ghost council just to get out of cleaning yeah (laughs) And they're like, you can go. We don't need you. Bye. (laughs) And it gets portaled back directly into the toilet. (laughs) And then uh, Molly finds the Mega City game. And she's like, it's almost like someone was hiding it. And um, uh, Molly, uh, Molly, her dad, and um, Daryl think it's because... um, it's because Sharon, their uh, Molly's Molly girl's mom, of course, um, has never won, um, and that's why, that's why the, the game got hidden. Um. Well, and why they stopped playing it, uh, but they decide to play a game, and um, they end up tying again, and so they want to play again. And Scratch decides to make things interesting by um, betting that the losers do the winners' chores, and then of course Scratch cheats. And um, Sharon decides to um, to challenge Scratch to a rematch, where it's Scratch playing against Sharon. This one's a lot more fun to watch than it really is to describe.
1: Yeah. It's kind of like watching a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament where it's where it looks super fun to play, but watching it is kind of a snore fest. I
2: will say, I loved the music they had during the game. I loved all like the super intense (laughs) play they were
5: doing.
2: And there's one part of the game where
0: like um, they have to build like a Jenga tower. yeah. (laughs) No, I
2: love the super
0: intense Which means that synth that, that wave. That box must weigh like ten pounds if oh it's got like all yeah. those giga pizzas in it.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, cartoon how logic. Shel-
0: how did the shelf support all that?
2: <laughs> because it's it's a shelf made out of iron. And and we didn't know. And
0: <laughs> um, Sharon, of course, ends up absolutely destroying Scratch at Mega City, and she reveals that, oh yeah, I was Mega City champion. I. Um, the only year I wasn't was the year that I made my my opponent cry.
1: <laughs> Massive General Yunnan energy.
0: Yes. And um, I had an army once. I feel like they I feel slowed like...
2: me down.
0: I. I... <laughs> Sharon can get as crazy as Molly when she wants to, which leads me to believe that Molly kind of gets that from her mom. How and... is it
1: that the that it's not the Bostonian Irishman where Molly gets all
3: her crazy tendencies, but right. from the cool, chill Thai mom? Right. <laughs> I wrote down uh, uh, Molly's mom has great facial expressions in this episode.
0: <laughs> yes i mean they, i mean they all do but especially like in this episode yeah i i, I love yeah. sharon so much she's a lot of fun uh, it's,
3: it's 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 always fun when you learn like a little bit more about why a character acts the way they do it's like yeah oh, their parents i, have I their... think
0: both parents are great i love uh yeah. i love sharon and pete i i love the episode that obviously was one of the earlier ones where um i forget the i forget what the name of that one was Uh, that was um mama's gotta hustle where um daryl and peter in the basement and they're trying to figure out how to open this door and they just share the same brain cell for the whole episode and it's great (laughs) i love that one that that's that's a great one um and then the don't gooder is the next episode this is the one where um they're ha- the, so B- brighton is basically having a whole volunteer week and molly's um starting up the recycling program and then uh andrea recycles one paper cup and causes everyone else to actually recycle all the stuff that they have which of course results in molly getting comedically trampled yeah and then she's uh my, my favorite thing is she's like doing a live on like click clock which is their tiktok equivalent uh at least i'm, I'm assuming it's she's like what makes TikTok. you say that <laughs> um who, who would know anything about tick tock in this call
3: unfortunately uh <laughs> um, do i
2: have it yes do i post that often no
1: <laughs> geez you only post one video and suddenly i'm the expert
0: <laughs> well I, I was i was mainly looking at andrew <laughs> Oh, um and i love how she's like taking credit for recycling and then takes off in a hummer mm-hmm.
1: yeah. and everyone's coughing in the exhaust I'm, cloud I'm those are the good planet
0: better bye <laughs> and then uh molly proceeds to clean up the bark park which again andrea takes credit for and um uh, and Molly's like let the beagle smooches commence and then andrea takes credit for it and um, the dog tries to give Andrea kisses and she's like, okay, that's enough. And Molly's like, and puppy kisses! And Scratch is like, that should be your face covered in dog slobber! <laughs> I love, I love how, um, Scratch very quickly becomes very protective of Molly to where it's like, if Molly's being slighted, it's like the number one worst thing in the world and he has to do something about it. It's like,
3: no one's allowed to be mean to her except
1: me. Yeah, man. yeah,
0: like the, like the girl who was trash talking her when, when she was playing softball.
1: Big brother or best friend? You make the call.
0: Yeah.
2: Kind yes. Of both.
0: The answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she cleans up the Brighton River, and it gets downgraded from health nightmare to health hazard. Yeah. I thought so you that still was don't funny. want to swim in it, but it's something.
1: Simpsons movie? Anyone? Yes.
0: <laughs> and Scratch calls Andrea uh, fraudria. <laughs> <laughs> and um uh she uh she steals molly's word um she she takes credit for um in Happify. she's like that's just that's just the word i came up with and trademarked and scratches like she did what
1: it could be worse could be splendiferous
0: and, and oh my god don't, don't even get me started with that
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> then there is uh, a competition to sell nougat at school even though i'm thinking about it i'm like wouldn't a fundraiser like that usually go on over like the course of a month or something like that? Like when they do World's Finest Chocolate.
4: Mm
3: hmm. But sake like, of keeping
0: the story condensed. It's just it's-
3: like whenever there's like, they're putting on like a play or a musical in a show, it's like they always show it like like auditions and then like it's done. Like, a yeah. Day it's like, that's not how that works. <laughs> yeah. I-, I remember lugging those massive blue
1: boxes full of candy everywhere for like weeks.
2: Yeah. Um, uh... So I was never a good fundraiser salesman. I was terrible. I never tried.
1: (laughs) I see the stuff inside the school, I was good at door to door, not so much.
0: Yeah. I mean those when they do like the world's finest chocolate, it's like those chocolates are so good and they only like do them for fundraisers. They don't do them for anything else. So when someone is Mm -hmm. selling one, I'm like, yes, but I don't have any cash, like that's okay. You can PayPal me now. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, my
2: school, we had like strawberry puff pastries that were actually really good. It's just that whenever they would have like, they'd sell them for like a band fundraiser and I was like, I don't have time for that. I (laughs) I got other stuff. I got homework, (laughs) man. I can't sell stuff.
0: (laughs) Uh, And Scratch sabotages Andrea's nougat sales because they have to sell nougat bars. Uh, Scratch sabotages, sabotages Andrea's sales while Molly like goes crazy selling uh, and the song is uh basically a version of i want candy yeah, yeah. which is really fun I there's a couple where it's happened. like you can you can clearly tell what song was yeah. um was the inspiration for it there's one like, um in the season finale that's very much um can't stop the feeling like you can tell
2: mm-hmm. I remember, yeah. In episode nine, there was obviously the final countdown, but then not, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Can't stop the feeling, aka the one good thing about the movie Trolls. Yes.
0: <laughs> Singing killed my grandma.
5: Okay.
1: Friendly reminder: Trolls was my least favorite movie of that year, the year that had Batman v Superman in it. <laughs> Oof. dwell on have, that
2: yeah i have yet to see either of those movies at some point i do actually plan on watching the second one because as an electronic musician the movie that like goes out to combat metal elitism i kind of have you know gee maybe i might agree with that a little bit
0: <laughs> i still have to tackle wonder park at some point and i have an idea oh, for how i Andrea winning the nougat competition, like, basically breaks Molly. And she's like, she had to have cheated. There's no way. And Scratch just kind of agreeing with her. But then she um, she's like, you know, again, kind of... It's, it's another example of Molly kind of losing it and going off the deep end. And even Scratch is a little like, you know, you're kind of being very un-Molly-like. You're kind of scaring me.
1: <laughs> you're scaring me.
0: <laughs> um, and so... Um, they go to Andrea's house to figure out what's going on. And I love the, the bit where Molly's like sneaking around and Scratch is just like floating across, you know, <laughs> while she's sneaking around because, <laughs> of course, nobody can see him. Um, because what and and what uh, what you kind of what you kind of realize when you're watching the show is like, oh, so when he's like blue and 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 um, more opaque. Um, that's when, um, that's when like anyone can see him. Whereas when he's, uh, um, more translucent, it's like basically only Molly, um, and anyone he's revealed himself to can see him. That's kind of
2: how. Kind of
1: like uh, Danny Phantom rules.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. God, I missed that show.
1: <laughs> Don't miss the creator. Miss the show though.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: Now that show was created by nobody. It was just, it, it just, it just existed. It just, it, was... it, yeah. It
2: formed itself into the ether.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: Well, then who do I have to blame for season three?
0: Uh, just like, just like um, we don't talk Renzetti's about the person who created friend. the Loud House. Mm. Who was that show created by? I don't know. Mm. Who was that Carly created by? I don't know.
3: One of my friends gave me the parallel that if, um, if Phineas and Ferb is equivalent to fairly odd parents that makes milo equivalent to danny phantom which means hamster and gretel is the tough puppy that we're about to get oh
0: my goodness
3: oh dear and oh i hate no. to say it it seems it seems like that might be true
0: oh no i hope it's really good i'm really hoping it's really good we'll see. um
1: eh, at least the rogues gallery and tough puppy was okay
0: yeah. Well that's the thing is it looks like Hamster and Gretel's gonna have a pretty good rogues gallery, if nothing else.
3: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, like Tough Puppy has its moments. Yeah. So Um So
0: um Molly's planning this elaborate breaking and entering scheme and then uh and then she's like, actually wait, or I could just do this, and she pushes scratch through the garage door. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now I know I'm the only uh Britcom lover around here, but that was that so felt like one of the gags from the show Red Dwarf.
2: There hasn't been a prison built that could hold Derek Custe. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we scrape away this mortar here, slide one of these bricks out, then, using rope, weave from strands of this Hessian, we could kind of pulley system. So that when a guard comes in, he sets up a tripwire, gets laid out, and we put Rimmer in the guard's uniform, he leads us out, we steal some swords, and fight our way back to the bug. Or we could use the teleporter. <laughs> And
0: um, Scratch opens Scratch is like, what's in this? What's in this garage is mind blowing in a word. Wow. She's like, I'm prepared. Open the door and um, Scratch opens the garage door and it's like $4,000 worth of nougat.
1: Which I call shenanigans. I feel like that is kind of uh, that's got to be kind of illegal. Like you you don't just buy the candy yourself, right?
0: Yeah, well scratch is like but she technically did sell the, the most nougat um and and you guys still raised enough money for the marquee and molly's like but this is about justice and so there's, she plans, there's one thing that's um, true
3: about there's one thing that's true about capitalism is that just because something feels wrong doesn't mean it isn't technically legal
0: yeah that's true
3: right
0: mm-hmm. uh <laughs> And she um, has Daryl hack the school computer, which da- I like Daryl as I work. He's like, oh, so, you know, now you want to hack the school computer, but when I want to do it, it's quote unquote wrong. Yeah.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love Daryl. I hope we get to see more of him like doing shenanigans in season two, because we only really have like the one episode where we really see the kind of stuff that um, they mentioned in the first episode he frequently got in trouble for. The, the whole thing with the, the, the stunt with the cart and then getting his teacher sent to prison. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you know what? I'd be honestly okay with a series of shorts, not unlike the Mater's Tall Tales, that's yeah! just Daryl fucking with things. Yes, <laughs> that, would that would be, be amazing. amazing. <laughs> I would love that. Oh my god.
0: I'm picturing like Daryl in science class, they have, they're, they doing something with Bunsen burners. He's like, Hey, I brought some hairspray. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I love Daryl. He's, he's great because like, he's the troublemaker, but he also like, you know, he's a sweet kid. He really is. He's just like, you know, he, he gets into shenanigans. Um, and so, um, Molly realizes um, at this whole ceremony that they're having, where they unveil the new marquee, that um, Andrea basically only did all of this to try to get her parents' attention. Because her parents pretty much don't give her the time of day if she's not doing something to be,
3: you know, an influencer. Oh no, they're humanizing her.
1: <laughs> oh, hey there, Pacifica Northwest. I thought yeah. I missed you.
3: Yeah, she's
0: she's kind of this show's Pacifica Northwest, pretty much. Um, uh,
1: Atlantica Southeast, if you will.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Atlantica Midwest.
2: I was going to say, would it be or,
0: Midwest or um, Lake Erie Midwest? <laughs> Lake Erie is not that far from uh, Michigan. Mm-hmm. La- Lake Michigan Midwest. That's that's what it would be. Lake Michigan Midwest. <laughs> um, and. Um, she sends scratch to stop daryl from posting the pictures and then daryl's like no i was ordering a burrito the pictures are already up
2: and (laughs) And hashtag not sponsored doordash i i love that clip where it's just like you know of course they the very last second it's like i was ordering a burrito it's already there (laughs) that got a good laugh out of me
0: yes and so the pictures are up there and and her dad's like what is with all of this excess nougat i'm like have you not checked in your garage within the past couple of days dude (laughs) uh and molly ends up spinning it to where she's like yeah andrea bought all of the nougat because she wanted to raise the money for the marquee and not overwhelm brighton's overworked dentistry industry (laughs)
1: despite the fact that Molly was selling to everyone like crazy and probably still overwhelming
0: <laughs> the d- Frightened. Dentist Over- dentistry community <laughs> <laughs> and um and Andrea um thanks Molly for um saving her butt basically and then molly runs off and goes and gives her parents a hug and she's like you know i just realized i have everything i need right here which is really sweet and then she's like oh, thank so you, you for can, uh... not
1: being asshole parents
0: yes <laughs> and she's like except scratch where'd he go and earlier scratch mentions that eating all of the excess nougat is a victimless crime and so sure yeah. <laughs> enough he's gone over there and eats all the nougat
2: i was gonna say you could slot this in earlier <laughs> what's the difference between multiple thousand like multi-thousand dollars worth of nougat and and a ferrari yeah i don't have a ferrari in my garage <laughs>
1: <laughs> dang no, i just want a payday bar uh
0: the next episode is innocent until proven ghostly this is a fun one this is kind of a uh play on like you know mur- murder on the orient express kind of
2: deal
1: Classic With a whodunit. hint of whoop, sorry, go ahead, Andrew. It's a classic Who Done It.
2: Who done it, yeah, yeah. Absolutely.
1: With a mix of Ace Attorney and the Office thrown in for Spice.
0: Yes. It's a lot of fun. I love the framing device where, where Molly's like making a documentary about this. And the whole opening bit, especially, is so funny. I love it. Passion fruit crumb no, yeah. Passion fruit crumbing. <laughs>
3: What well, I passion. I know I know the entire episode is trying to figure out who actually ate uh what was it, like a cake? Yeah,
0: yeah the passion fruit the... crumb cake. Yep.
3: I, I literally don't remember how it ends.
0: So I know it wasn't um, Scratch
3: in the long yeah, run. Yeah. Yes, so but I don't remember who actually did it.
0: So basically Scratch gets blamed for eating the crumb cake um that Pete was making for his anniversary with Sharon because it's the cake that he made on their first date.
2: And Sharon um, fucking hates it. Yeah. Oh, that's so, right. So the first <laughs> thing that right. comes
0: out is that Mo- Molly's like, look at that smile. That, that, that you know, those the, the glassy eyes and that subtle grimace. That smile is fake. And um, Sharon's like, fine, yes, I hate that cake. How it pretends to be chocolate. It's also like dry and not very good.
3: Molly's willing to just like completely rip her family apart to get justice.
0: Yes, she is. <laughs>
3: It's another Uh, one where Scratch
0: is like, wow, she's actually, like, terrifying. (laughs)
3: uh,
1: uh, Look, Molly's just tearing her family apart to get justice. She's such a total SJW.
0: (laughs) 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 I thought about destroying the cake, but I put it back. And it was right there for everyone to see. Or it would have been if it wasn't for the dirty handprints all over the dome. And Molly's like, oh, I know I know who that is. That's Daryl, obviously. And Daryl's like, I want my lawyer. And he actually has a lawyer. <laughs> yeah.
1: Plausible deniability. Hey.
0: <laughs> and Molly creates this whole story about how daryl was in deep with the lunch money bandits which i don't know if it's actually i don't know if that's actually a thing or not it hasn't been referenced in the show at all uh
1: and this is why we need a mater's tall tales shorts to explain the daryl lore that's missing there's
0: something else going on that totally (laughs) needs to be a series yes she's like the only way out was to bribe them with cake and he's like no i just needed the dome to catch my pet tarantula and molly's like wait when did you get a pet tarantula also you caught it
2: right (laughs) Sure, yeah, you no, see yeah. it in the background crawling yes. up the wall.
1: Remember this plot point, it will be important later.
2: Uh, yes. so I'll, I'll, I'll talk about that when we get to it. <laughs> so, um, and
0: then, it, and then, uh, and Daryl's like, I would have asked dad to help me, but he, he was busy with something and he, he was outside running around with something on fire. And then, <laughs> well, I was like, okay, no, I know what happened, you burned the cake um uh, and disposed of it and created a cover story pete's like the old recipe got lost in the move smash cut to sharon shredding the recipe yeah um <laughs> uh, but he found a new recipe from like a british baking set- site but he screwed up the conversions so he burnt the cake but also um had a whole bunch of extra batter which he used to make a new cake And then they find ectoplasm on the cake plate, and that seems to indict Scratch. Um, and um, Scratch suggested the punishment for um, faking that the cake got um, destroyed, be for Pete to wash Daryl's dirty gym socks.
1: By hand.
0: By hand. And... Um, and then when um, they find the ectoplasm on the cake plate, he's like, "What did you say the punishment should be again? Hand washing Daryl's dirty gym socks." Daryl's like, "Yeah, that's fair." <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "If you confess to if you confess to eating the cake, I'll drop the punishment." And Scratch was like, "I, I would never confess to a crime I didn't commit," and he seems resigned to be doing it until um sharon happens to mention again that the cake had carob in it and had too much carob and if you remember all the way back in episode one um when molly offered scratch a granola bar he said as long as it's nothing with carob and it turns out that's because scratch has a carob intolerance and it's sort of the uh it, it's sort of the example of uh the the liposuction and legally blonde is kind of what i thought of where it's like that's the that, that's the kind of key to winning everything. Only here Mm. it was used Mm -hmm. intentionally at the end, whereas that wasn't brought up until, you know, kind of accidentally afterwards, at least. In the musical, I don't know if it was, I don't remember if it was actually brought up in the movie too, or if it was just a joke in the musical.
1: Now, in in the movie, it was brought up, but it was in uh, uh, something to, you know, avoid talking about, so they had to work the case around Well, yeah, 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 because that was how it was in
0: the musical too, but then they actually, like, she accidentally says it at the end, i forgot i forgot that happened she did in, the in the movie,
1: movie. i don't think she did
0: uh, but anyways um uh, and and they're like we still love you <laughs> <laughs> uh but anyways yeah um uh, molly puts the care of and scratches his mouth he like explodes basically not like explodes but like <laughs> puffs up huge filling the entire
2: house also i don't think they ever did say good actually did it i don't think
0: um, Molly and scott are sitting in Molly's room, and scott is like, But one thing's still bothering me. Who did eat the cake? And Molly's like, Well, I guess we'll never know. It was Jeff. Oh, that's right.
2: <laughs> that's right. He's like,
0: Hey, thanks for making that birthday cake for me. The only thing is, it's not my birthday, and you spelled my name wrong. Spelled you spelled my it name
2: wrong. <laughs> when it's actually G
0: E O. We know your name, Jeff.
2: <laughs> I, love, I love Jeff. Always spelling his name for no reason. <laughs> Just
1: please tell me that every time that we mention Jeff in this episode, you're gonna have that clip from Twenty Two Jump Street. My name's
2: Jeff. <laughs> My name is Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> um.
0: So the next episode is Twin Trouble, where Twin um, Trouble,
1: where
0: Pete's this was a um, good siblings, dad-centric Julie, Visit. Yeah, it's a it's a very Pete-centric episode. Um Billy and Jilly show up, and um, it turns out that Pete's nickname was actually Silly because like I mentioned before, he was the only one that didn't have an Illy name. So and and the reason for the name Silly was because he didn't want to watch the the Sox game one time. Which is just silly, and so that's that's the game <laughs> and it stuck. Um and of course this is the episode that introduces the sob goblins which do come back later not in um this block of episodes but later in the season they come back and at first of all he's like oh scratch look at baby goes he's like no 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 those are bad news they're sob goblins they they feed off of sadness and um i'm assuming part of what they do is help create misery which makes sense um again going towards later in the well and and based on what's already been established the uh, you know the whole thing with the ghost world is that they want to create misery um and basically the whole episode is um billy and jilly um teasing and bullying pete and him kind of uh re- reverting to the the unconfident kid he was when he was living in boston um and molly and scratch trying to deal with the sob goblins that have been attracted to this whole situation, and the way that Molly does this is really funny because she has a box of things that make her sad, and she opens it, and it's just a uh, one of those motivational posters where it's a cat yeah. on. <laughs> Friday, this is one of the best scenes dealing with the the drudgery of the nine to five.
3: <laughs> okay, but relatable though.
0: Oh my god! Very it's good, so joke. funny. I I love that because it's like, of course, that's what would make Molly sad.
3: Hmm. She's very empathetic.
0: Yeah, she is. They end up trying to fight off the sob goblins. They fight off most of them, but then somehow one of them like actually changed the poster so that the kitten didn't make it.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Which is admittedly very funny. Yes. <laughs> 404 error.
0: The kitten didn't make it. Error 404, cat not found. <laughs> <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: Yes. And um, they go off um, to um, follow um Pete and um billy and Jilly to the the diner um because what one thing that billy and Julie do is they made um they made pete change his birthday to sometime in presumably the spring when this is taking place um because their birthdays were in september and so was pete's it it seems like billy and Jilly have forgotten daryl on their side where they're having him like be kind of an obnoxious annoying bully too um. Um, uh, like he does that thing where he um <laughs> s- he sticks his finger in his mouth and then and then sticks it in Molly's ear. Yeah, wet uh, the old wet willy. Yes, wet willy. That's what it is. He says, "Hey, you want a side of chili cheese fries?" I was just like Daryl, gross. That's disgusting, and that just makes things, you know, that that makes her and her mom even more um sad. So at this point, everyone is, but then um everyone except for Billy and Jilly is, but then. Pete has finally had enough and he actually stands up for himself. Billy and Julie kind of break down and they're, they're kind of like, we get it. You're better than us. You have your your fancy job and your family and your tastefully decorated guest room. And we have none of that.
3: You You're suddenly saying, learn that people who are rude to others are probably themselves miserable.
0: Yeah. And he's like, Hey, I didn't want to make you guys, I didn't make, I don't want to make you guys sad. I just, I just wanted your respect. Um, uh, and then they hug it out, and the, that hurts the sob goblins. And while well, like, "Wait, I know how to get rid of the sob goblins." Group hug,
3: <laughs> yeah. Kill them with kindness.
2: Kill them with kindness. Ha ha! Huh, huh. Literally, ha. Huh. I, I will say, I, have I, to I say wonder the, if that's um...
0: going to come back
2: later.
4: Mm.
0: I wonder if that's going like to come back in like the season um,
2: finale or something. I, I have to side with uh, with the um, the cousins here. My favorite game is also sport ball. ball. (laughs) Sports
3: go sports.
2: Sports Yeah, exactly.
3: We like sports and we don't care who knows.
2: Shooting (laughs) hoops to the Astrodome.
0: And then, of course, the mayor happens to walk by and see that uh, Pete is taking his shirt off for some reason. He's like, oh, hey, we're just enjoying a family dinner. As you do. Or a family lunch. Um, The next episode is Goat Your Own Way. Um... And there's the county fair that's come to town, or I guess not come to town. That would be a carnival. Um, Hmm. So the county fair is there, and um, Molly and Libby have signed up, along with the other two um, girls who are the Wooler Scouts, um, have signed up to um, train and take care of goats. Which, I don't think that's a smart thing to be having a bunch of teenagers do, but what do I know? Yeah especially especially uh this group of kids who presumably has never done anything like that before mm. but uh meanwhile of course Scratch is all you know all like well i need to get i need to get this um this insane deep fried food because there's a booth that'll fry literally anything they have, <laughs> yeah. they have a business model where you bring it to them and they fry it for you so you have to get the food from somewhere else but they will fry anything
1: i swear that's um, a thing from a restaurant
0: yeah well time. also i'm thinking of the simpsons where it's like yeah i paid this guy twenty dollars to let me stand behind the machine <laughs> <laughs> cotton candy deep fried again again i'm gonna put yeah. that clip in there for sure um although
1: for me uh- Oh, man, what what would you deep fry giving into that? I, I think I'd kind of go with uh the that guest that had the wedding cake deep fried. and I'm just like, deep fried wedding cake actually kind of sounds kick-ass.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure how that would work, though, because wouldn't you need some kind of... The, the It shows everything just getting dumped in oil, but I'm like, you need some kind of coating for the most part. Yeah, you yeah. Unless it's like french fries, down. and even then, sometimes you even batter fry fries, but you don't have to. But like most things you do need to have some kind of coating because the whole point of deep frying is it cooks it but you know gives you a crispy outside but you know it protects the inside so i don't know i
2: there, there's a chance we're questioning the
0: cooking logic of a cartoon here so
3: mm-hmm.
2: i mean you can question the logic of ratatouille so how is this any different
3: yes that's I mean, if we're, if we're meant to empathize with scratch over how good the food looks we at least need to know what we're looking at that's that true. true that is true
0: i still want to try deep fried oreos
2: i've yet to to have deep fried oreos deep fried butter or deep fried ice cream they have oh fried ice
0: cream is amazing
2: i've never had it and i need to get it
0: we've made (laughs) it at my house before it's very good because you basically what you do is you roll ice cream in cereal and then you freeze it really hard and then you fry it really quickly and it gets the outside crispy and the inside is still cold it's
2: I need to try this. Oh I've my god! It. Especially if I you like a place that does. What it. I would
0: want to try doing is do like cinnamon ice cream and then like cinnamon toast crunch.
2: Oh, oh no, yeah! Just get get yourself the yeah. ice cream. That's the answer. Or the <laughs> ice cream. There you go.
1: And Maybe some uh, dulce de leche ice cream. Oh my
0: god! Yeah. 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 Dang it, now I want deep-fried ice cream really bad. Uh, <laughs> the other thing that... We're just all going to go have
1: lunch after this episode.
0: I've been wanting to try um at, um at the France Pavilion at Epcot. They have uh, uh, basically, think like a grilled cheese, but it's with ice cream where they do like brioche and they, they like do it in a panini. And so you have the the warm buttery bread with the ice cream and mm. it's like insanely so good. That, that, what that I sounds
2: heard. amazing.
0: Yeah, they haven't they've tried now that one yet.
2: started. At my work, we have homemade ice cream, which absolutely slaps. And um, they've just now recently started doing ice cream waffle tacos. Oh my god! Yeah, basically, it's basically a choco taco, but it's like
0: Rest which apparently
2: apparently have
0: been discontinued or are going to be discontinued, which is horrible. <laughs> I cried. It's kind
1: of just as well. Every time I got a choco taco, it was always kind of stale. It was chewy, not really crisp, and oh, I was just like, yeah, mm, it's kind of disappointing.
2: Yeah, but at the same time, there's I, few things I would trade for s- stopping the ice cream truck and getting a damn choco taco. There are a few things.
0: <laughs> I know. I know Molly and Scratch would be very sad about th- that news because they shared choco tacos on their first night together. So, yeah. <clears throat> what do you want on those bad boys? Surprising. Chocolate. It is. So I'm assuming she got chocolate tacos and didn't like put chocolate on tacos.
2: I mean, the that's a thing, but it's Molly and
0: it's different. <laughs>
2: I to say it's the new version of spaghetti tacos.
0: Huh. <laughs> spaghetti tacos. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah. So the what you're supposed to do is, um,
1: uh, uh, command click reward.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think it was actually I I wrote it down as heal reward click, and if that's backwards, I messed that up. But I think it I think it's like they're supposed to associate the the click with the reward yeah it's heal reward click um but molly does reward click heal which doesn't actually do anything other than just expect make the goat expect to get treats for doing nothing
3: yeah Mm -hmm. and it sure does it's like
2: twitter
0: and the goat gets fat very quickly and doesn't actually do anything um meanwhile um because scratch needs a needs a person to get the food for him and apparently apparently scratch forgot that he can possess people (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah i i guess maybe because it's also very janny phantom of them and he doesn't seem to have full motor skills when he actually like possesses somebody Mm -hmm. just like when he crashed the bus with uh with atomic pink
2: yeah (laughs) (laughs) That whole um, segment was so funny to me. That whole episode I loved those that two block episode. The band shall always be Yeah. Yeah, that I've always great. been like a sucker for that like for episodes about concerts. Yeah. There's only a few exceptions of shows that I don't like the concert episode. <laughs> yeah, that was fun.
0: Um and um basically Scratch Trains Pete to get all the food that he wants to get deep fried (laughs) yeah. which is like again i'm not really sure why he decided he needed to do this for his objective but i've noticed
3: this show almost similar to phineas and ferb it it tends to make a pretty frequent effort to tie together the a plot and the b plot but it's never in the same way it's like always in like completely unpredictable right and it's always really
0: fun when it when it comes together yeah um and then molly gets back to the the club and um finds out that she was the only person that had problems and that um even libby was able to do it successfully and not have any yeah issues.
2: everybody was yeah
0: um and then of course um and the goat is named totes by the way which is an objectively great name for a goat Totes the my goat totes the goat oh, oh yeah. totes
3: i like the word play they had with the song too yeah g-o-a-t <laughs>
2: Uh, I like the, you're literally a
3: goat. <laughs> uh, in case you didn't get the joke.
2: Yes. Uh,
0: and uh, basically Toad sees all the deep fried stuff that Scratch has and goes after it and knocks it all over. And apparently that's enough to get everyone banned permanently from the county fair.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. That's just <laughs> oh, me and fight five guys. I'm-
0: I, yeah. <laughs> can't em- I can't i can't empathize with getting banned from a place like that at all no i i definitely have never had that experience
3: where did you get banned universal for what
0: well i got banned because they thought i was trying to break into people's cars in the parking garage which i was not i was trying to open my car door to look for my halloween horror nights ticket and the back door has been sticking ever since it got hit uh back in like 20 so unfortunate yeah so they thought I looked sketchy and basically trespassed me indefinitely which is stupid because I didn't do anything uh,
2: since so, so you haven't ridden... you need
3: Molly so to haven't. get you justice
0: yeah
2: exactly well what I really
0: need to do is I need to actually go to UCF and talk to someone um, because they have uh, they have student legal services that uh, should be yeah there
2: probably is some way to dispute and be like no yeah. this is what happened yeah. yeah. Uh well I'm taking a class at
0: Rosen College this semester, so I'm sure I'll finally get myself out there to do it. So roll up and be like, no. Because I have a class on Monday. And I'm like I'm like, well, I don't wanna have to take a class on Monday, but I really don't wanna have because I was too late to get it online because I think the online class already filled up, so I'm like, Well, I don't wanna have to wait until next semester to take this class. I'm just gonna do it now. So it's fine.
2: Yeah. I'll have one class on campus. I can I can do
0: other stuff on Monday after I do that. So I
2: I know I've been looking into um Cause I want to do theme park music for a career, which is a really hard thing to get into a career of. Yeah. But I have to find like a college that, cause I'm, my thought is do music stuff, do theme park stuff. And then by doing both of them, you have the experience to yeah. do them together. I'm trying to find places that do like theme park courses. Well, Rosen college the, is really good. Only one on the West coast that I can find. I mean, I'd love to get into the Cal arts one. Yeah. They mm-hmm. have freaking Joe Rohde as a teacher. They do? Yes. But oh, the ear keys Holy shit. You could be taught by ear keys. Joe Rody, the <laughs> ear. Holy shit. I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. He's one of the guys that teaches their um experience design and I'm like, that alone has sold me. I want to oh do god. this yeah. now.
0: <laughs> I, I want to go there. Shoot. <laughs>
2: just, to, just, just to learn from him. Oh my god. Yeah, exactly. Like the only person that would be better there's only two other names that would be better for that bob Gurr and tony baxter yeah <laughs> i would love to
0: have bob Gurr teach a class oh my god that would be amazing oh he don't he's, even he seems like such a sweet guy too i've heard i've heard he's awesome he, so.
2: is, he is like the best person on earth <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: now see but then if you go to cal arts then all your music is going to sound the same and have like beans and st- <laughs> instead of uh
2: notes
4: yes
1: Uh,
2: So moving on. Synthesizer, no, it's a bean.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So moving on to a very hungry ghost um this is where um, i
3: started actually taking notes because these are episodes i watched specifically to prepare for this podcast
0: yeah so mm. um pete and sharon went camping and are getting terrorized by like a bear or something yeah
2: that
3: that's
0: gag a very good guy got a good laugh <laughs> out
2: of me. like the first time it just smash cut and i was just dying
0: and apparently grandma nin came all the way from california to babysit them so um but she wanted to have this whole um this whole festival which is uh Start Don Sib, uh, which is a um, Thai festival where you uh, make a bunch of food and give it to ghosts, which is kind of similar to what you do for uh, Dia de los Muertos, where you leave out a whole offering for the ghosts. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is just ghosts in general and not specifically family. Um, the other thing, I I, I think I brought this up before, but uh, Matt Braley actually I've consulted on a lot of the um, Thai representation in the show, which is cool. So... Uh, yes. and all of the food oh. oh my gosh it looks so good right. yeah <laughs> it looks so freaking good
1: what is it with Disney and Asian characters and their food looking so daggum good <laughs> I'll yeah, say, yeah
2: it, there was this turning red amphibia ow yes
0: uh, and Scratch wants all the food to, to himself and Grandma Nin's like no you need to invite your friends uh, and scratch goes to jeff and is like hey um so i'm inviting you to this just take a thing of white rice and go uh well um he asks him like so how, how do you do a spicy food and jeff's like no i can't handle spicy food and scratch was like well it's a thai food festival and the food tends to be spicy <laughs> so you should just take some white rice and go
3: but I, it's I like, I like how excited he is that he's being spicy. invited to something
0: What'd you say? Yeah,
3: yeah, I love how excited Jeff is that he's actually being invited to something.
0: Yes, I, lo- I love Jeff. He's so sweet. and Scratch tells Jeff to um to not tell nobody.
2: And then he um, does, yeah, double negative. Double negative. So, so told I told everybody. everybody.
0: <laughs> and meanwhile, kind of the thing that's going on, um, in the, I don't know if that's technically the a plot, but um, meanwhile, um. Molly and Daryl are kind of, uh, are kind of like having a little sibling back and forth of, uh, arguing over who's doing the, the prep for the, the meal better. Uh, I
1: don't know, maybe it's cause I grew up in a large family, but we never really had, uh, sibling rivalry like that when it came to like trying to do stuff in the kitchen stuff like that it's it's like this needs to be done there's 80 of us get it done
2: right (laughs) i grew up up with one brother and that was never the case it was always like it was always my mom would just delegate roles she'd be like Mm. okay jacob you cut the celery your brother will do this and I'll do that. And th- like it was always just delegate roles every time there was yeah. no rivalry. It kind of felt yeah. like they were doing that
0: on an obligation level. We haven't really shown uh, Molly and Daryl kind of butting heads, so let's do that. But it doesn't really feel like anything that they've really done before. Um, not that mm-hmm. it's necessarily a bad thing to see, but it's just like, you know, that it, it doesn't really, um, I don't want to say it doesn't completely drive with what we've seen before, but it's like, you know, it, it's it's something we don't really see again we don't really see them butting heads like that
3: i think, no, I think wait, it just get... comes down to like competition because like in yeah. the injury episode molly was equally as like obsessive yeah, about they, it
0: i mean they are competitive for sure so i think that's i think that's really the biggest thing so actually yeah i think that does kind of track because they, they are very competitive
1: no, I, I, I got to keep up my reputation as the resident grump of the podcast after the Chippendale episode. So, your <laughs> <grr>, inconsistencies, grr. <laughs> um,
0: and um, Scratch is trying to save a plate for himself when all the other ge- the, when all the other ghosts show up. And I think it is like basically every ghost we've seen so far. Um,
1: it's like Endgame, but a buffet. Yes,
0: Endgame, and, that's, and that was <laughs> literally the
2: first thing I thought of Avengers. when they all showed up. I'm like. On your left,
3: yes, <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of portals with, too.
2: Uh,
0: I don't want to say Golden Corral because that would be that would imply that the food is of, of that quality when it's obviously way
2: better. Yeah. <laughs> I oh snap! Say, I was not expecting when Grandma didn't just snap. I was not expecting that. <laughs> that one <laughs> caught me right off guard.
0: Um. <laughs> uh, also, um. There, there's the whole song, um, and during the song, I'm like, "Oh my gosh, Molly gooped Daryl's dumpling filling." She like, she she put a bunch of glue on it. And I'm like, she gooped him.
3: Wait, I missed that part. That's yeah. so rude.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm like, la- I'm like, so she ruined that food. <laughs> yeah, but at least nobody got stuck to a toilet this time.
3: <laughs>
0: They're
1: ghosts. What do they care?
3: <laughs> that was a that was Bob's right reference. <laughs> I, I do have questions about, like, like do ghosts need to eat to survive? Because if so, like, it's sort of blurring the line as to what actually separates a human from a ghost in this universe. I, like, if they still need all the same essentials, but I guess they can't in, die. Uh,
0: in the episode where they're having the, the sleepover for the comet, uh, which is um episode 19. That's episode 19. um I think that's part B of episode 19. Um, Scratch is like, you, you know, I, either, I, I slept what? through breakfast and lunch and um, Molly's having him wait to eat and then they end up leaving all the snacks at home and they're trying to order pizza and he's like, oh, we can't deliver pizza to an empty field. um So we got to go get it. It's like, <laughs> no, we can't leave. It's like, but well, I'm starving. <laughs> so I don't like, know. What if
3: happens if you starve? Do you die again?
0: Exactly. Yeah. It's like,
3: <laughs> I mean, they, <laughs> they make jokes about like, I'll send you to the second afterlife if you keep that up. But... Yeah. I would like to know if that's actually a joke or if it's like a thing
0: <laughs> the after afterlife
2: yeah
3: maybe we'll yeah. find
0: out
2: in season two
0: maybe we'll find out he insert spoiler here um <laughs> and scratchy gets called to the ghost council on account of a spelling error on his scare report that's a scar <laughs> report and <Yeah. laughs> they're like wait what is that you're trying to hide behind your bag he's like oh it's just some some trash no. he's like, i, I remember like, the oh, way they worded the line Trash.
3: The Way they worded the line specifically was like, What's behind your back, Scratch? I don't know if that was like intentional wordplay, but I was like, Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like an uh, uh, although
1: somewhere in that scar report has to be a picture of Jeremy Irons and for please.
0: Say, yeah, <laughs> scar report, um, but basically, they well. Scratch is like, oh, well, I got these humans really scared of me, and they're throwing me my own uh, Sartan Sib. And yeah. the Ghost Council is like, oh, we should come to that. And so they all show up, and um, all right, we need food. And then Molly comes out and is like, yeah, what can I do for you, buddy? Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, wait, what? And, and Scratch is like, no, you need to act scared. And she's like, oh, no, what ghost? Yeah. <laughs>
3: and that's and is that's like, probably oh, my terrible. favorite she's moment. She's like, in... I didn't
0: have time to inhabit the character. Who are those that's, guys? I think
3: that's my favorite moment in any of these episodes yes. is Ashley Birch's delivery of,
0: oh no, a ghost!
3: <laughs> it was so good.
0: I love it. I, lo- I mm. love Molly so much. Uh... Insert
1: obligatory Spongebob reference here. <laughs> go.
0: Ghosts, ghosts, ah, go! Ghosts!
4: Ghosts! Ghosts! Ghosts!
2: Toast. Ghosts!
4: Toast. Yeah, I remember
2: that guy. Is driving eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually kind
1: of funnier because there's lots of times where Scratch pops out his eyeballs to look around on his hand. Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah at times Molly feels like she should be a vo- she should be Kristen Shawl. And then at other times she feels like Amy Poehler as Joy. Yes. Like she's kind of the perfect cross between Joy she's perfect. and every Christian Shaw character. But I'm but I'm glad
0: she's not Kristen Shaw because Kristen Shaw plays like multiple different everything, um, <laughs> multiple different cartoon characters already, like Mabel Pines, Louise Belcher, Victoria Best,
2: probably some other ones I'm not thinking of. Isn't she um isn't she gonna be in the Mario movie? Isn't she Peach? Or am I not am I wrong? That's oh, onion. 80, to I don't know. Um oh and Trixie.
1: Oh man, if she was playing Peach in the Mario movie, that'd be great. That means you know we'd have an, a voice actor with personality to them.
2: What do you mean? Jack Black has tons of personality. <laughs> Hi, I'm
0: Mario. <laughs> uh,
1: it is me, Mario. I hate the soapbox here, but Jack Black is so the wrong choice to play Bowser. No,
3: I completely disagree. I think a lot of that movie's casting is misguided, but I think Jack Black is, like, perfect. Yeah, I think Jack Black. If anyone can do an over-the-top villain, it's Jack Black. Yeah.
0: Well,
1: that's the thing. I think that it's a little outside of Jack Black's wheelhouse. I think Jack Black should have been Donkey Kong. He would have been perfect as Donkey Kong.
2: I I I just want to see. You know what? I kind of want him to just do Bowser as the villain as the um the demon from tribute (laughs) literally
3: though yeah (laughs) i mean yeah i I think jack black would feel out of place if they didn't cast the rest of it with like random celebrities but given that it was full of random celebrities i'm like that's actually the highlight for me yeah maybe
2: i'll say as somebody who got to see jack black earlier this summer because he came tenacious d came to my town the day before my birthday so my brother and i got to go to that
3: show off (laughs) <laughs> i saw jack black talk at an e3 panel once mm. oh wait for that
1: um uh for that game he did in 2009 would not it
2: brutal legend
1: that's the one it the might
3: capitation. have been i yeah. think he was literally this was like 2017 <laughs> so i'm pretty sure he was literally just like there to talk about games he thought were cool He's
2: probably oh, okay. there. you'd probably talk about obviously jablinski games i mean obviously yeah.
3: Obviously, <laughs> I know he was there to
1: talk about Stray, that brand new game that's nice and topical. <laughs> A.K.A. sock Simulator.
0: <laughs> um, so um, they'll but we're not
1: covering Lightyear on the podcast.
0: Yeah, we're not covering Lightyear because it doesn't it doesn't count. If it had premiered on Disney Plus, it would qualify, but it was it premiered in theaters and it's not based on Buzz Lightyear Star Command. So it does not count. <laughs> yeah. Um. And basically, um, Mo- Molly's ready to like barricade the door, but she can't move the table, <laughs> <laughs> which is so funny.
1: As someone with no upper body strength, that's that's relatable.
0: First, you weak noodle arms. <laughs> uh, and then, Grandma like, well, why don't biceps. we just feed them? And then, of course, um, Molly and Daryl have to kind of figure out how to actually work together and not compete against each other. And they're yeah, able to successfully make I mean, a whole lot of food for the ghost council.
2: And then that's when, like, Nin just snaps and goes, like, you know, the, that scene in Ratatouille with Colette, just yes! throw that in there. <laughs> Except, like, <laughs> way more angry. I was like, whoa,
0: okay. I love Grandma Nin. She's great. I was Like a Ty Gordon
1: Ramsay. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yes,
0: absolutely. Was um, not ready. And they're able to satiate the ghost council, and they leave. And, um, and then of course, um, there's no food left and Scratch was like, if I had just shared with Jeff, there would have been enough for everyone. But now I don't have any food. And, um, Nin's like, well, we can order pizza. It's like, Ooh, with pineapple. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Scratch is, Scratch is, Scratch is oh, pineapple pineapple on pizza. good.
1: Oh, Scratch! You just unveiled a world of hurt, and you so, don't even know.
0: So Anna would be very mad at Scratch pineapple for putting pineapple good. on pizza, and apparently Cricket Green is also anti-pineapple on pizza.
2: It's
3: okay; you're allowed to be wrong. Based on yeah.
0: based on uh, Chibi Verse, I am, versus...
2: I'll say I am pro pineapple on pizza. I am pro pineapple right. on pizza. Yeah, I love pineapple on pizza. <laughs>
3: the podcast united! Hooray! Yes.
0: We're all team pineapple. So uh, I'm sure people are going to be arguing about this podcast afterwards.
3: Oh, what's the criteria for getting us all on? You were like pineapple Mm on pizza?
0: Yes, no. Yes. I'm sure someone on this podcast who's been on this podcast
2: before is anti pineapple on pizza, but I'm pretty certain Tony is because I remember he said something on Twitter about how he doesn't like pineapple on pizza. So they actually
0: probably the best example of pineapple on pizza I've had was when they did like caramelized pineapple on a on a Hawaiian pizza. Yeah, and, um, volcano bay it was stupidly that good sounds that sounds good. awesome <laughs> yeah it was very good
1: and uh, see pro tip next time you get a hawaiian pizza um go with you know the ham and pineapple add bacon
0: Ooh, yeah. yes yeah yeah the other thing that's good is pineapple with jalapenos that's actually really good get like really? a spicy yeah, I, combo i'm
2: i'm like jeff i can't do spicy
0: yeah i love spicy food
1: I'm from Texas, so my you know that bit in Futurama where you know he has like his blood that eats through the layers and just keeps going down.
0: yeah, which is also an alien reference. yeah
1: yeah that that that's pretty much me I'm, I'm, i I live for spicy food.
0: I love spicy food. <laughs> uh, I, can't. I can't more for me. And then we got um the next episode is scare Tactics. This one was really fun.
2: I will point out i agree with molly spiders are terrifying
0: <laughs> um, yeah so scott but what about lucas
2: okay lucas the spider is one thing
0: <laughs> oh lucas the spider
1: yeah but i love that guy
2: as somebody Death who had a uh, panic attack on the uh forbidden journey the first time i wrote it in florida <laughs> no
0: I remember we were playing the, the Harry Potter and the
2: Chamber of Secrets video
0: game and we kept getting stuck on the Aragog level. And it was like, I'm like, I'm, I'm just rage quitting. I'm done with this. It's, it's, it was too many spiders.
2: Something I've noticed, by the way, weird nitpick. If you look at all, I think there's four of them now, right? There's four versions of the Forbidden Journey. In every single version, everything else is the same except for Aragog. Oh every really? every single iteration he's different huh. it's that's i weird. don't know why it's like a that's different world really every ride
0: i'm gonna i'm gonna finally get to ride california's forbidden journey because that's the only universal oh. i can go to now when i go uh, next year so my friend
2: works there nice. the one that we were that we rode uh, mission breakout with and stuff oh, okay he now, yeah he works at minion mayhem
3: nice that's unfortunate (laughs) yeah
2: because i definitely want to go
0: there to do super nintendo world that's the whole reason why i'm not going to california this year is because i already went twice last year and um i want to go to super nintendo world and i want to go to the boysenberry festival oh my god i have
1: have been trying to get the fun bun all year with my pass and it has been slipping through my fingers it's either not there or out
2: yeah not there i will
0: have it we will have it we will have it next year for sure i I will make a point of getting it
2: i know my friends and i are saving up for a trip we don't know when so we're saving up for a trip for next year we just don't know when it will be yet we should try to
0: figure out coordinating so that we can be there together because that would be fun
2: Mm. yeah because it'll be me two other friends of mine um and then because they've never been to universal yeah i I haven't been to hollywood in years well actually no my friend matthew has been to universal hollywood because his grandma like works for comcast so they get like crazy deals all the time yeah Uh, my other friend has never been there he's only been to california once for disneyland and now i'm like he's a huge harry potter nerd and i'm like no you're going on the you're going oh, yeah. to Harry Potter. That, that there is, is no good. way <laughs> that ride is so good. I feel like
0: I feel like it. Uh, this is kind of a tangent, obviously, but I feel like the uh, <laughs> a tangent on the podcast is a cool acronym. Uh, I feel, feel like I feel like unfortunately, just the the media on the dome screens has not aged that well. I feel like maybe no, it needs to, need to be brighter.
2: Yeah, but
0: that whole ride is still incredible. Uh, also,
2: I checked it last year when I went. Final bit of this stupid side tangent. I checked when I went and um, the soundtrack that I made to go with supercharged fits perfectly. (laughs) If you press play, as soon as Dom yells, move, it syncs up exactly with the film (laughs) and it actually improves the ride. Okay. It genuinely does. So if you're stuck in Florida where it's the only part of it, try it out. Yeah. (laughs) It works. so, um, now, of
1: course, if we ever ride, um, if we ever ride the tram altogether, it is our moral obligation to say all in unison: Dominic Toretto, <laughs> do the meme.
0: Yes. <laughs> Jason Bourne, it's Jesus Christ. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think our
2: favorite one is still just Jesus Christ. It's Jesus Christ.
4: Yeah.
0: Um,
2: so scare <laughs> tactics so scare tactics um
0: scratch is trying to avoid waking molly up because he's sneaking off to go to this seminar early in the morning and yeah, that
2: was really funny
0: um <laughs> he ends up setting off this this um unintentional rube goldberg thing that all that almost wakes molly up he stops a bunch of stuff from falling on her and then a little ball of yarn just falls and wakes her up <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was a that, good gag which is adorable because it's like oh she's a light sleeper um and, I don't know.
1: That is kind of woolly, scratchy yarn. That'd wake me up.
0: Yeah, that's true. Um, she's like, Oh, what's going on? Scratch, why are you up so early? Do you want to hang up? Uh, hang up. Sorry. Uh, what's going on Scratch? Do you, why are you up so early do you want to hang out i don't need sleep i run on the thrill of friendship and scratch is like no i can't hang out today i have to go to a seminar she's like oh yeah. what's that it sounds fun and he's like nothing mandatory is ever fun and i'm like but what about weird al's album whitman <laughs> what about
3: mandatory fun yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. Me who works at a thrill ride and often has fun messing with customers, even though it's mandatory. Decorating. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. I, 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 love- I do like
3: how casually Scratch is like, "Yeah, I have a thing to go do today," but he's also planning on dishing the thing he tells Molly he's going to. Yes. Yeah, he's like, "I just don't want to see anyone today." <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, because he obviously had to show up there, uh, yeah. but then he figures out that um, uh, he can he can ditch it with Jeff, and somehow they. Uh, well so uh I, why do i why did i forget the name of the person who was doing the seminar what was her name
3: ah uh, i really uh,
0: forget too
3: she had she had some good comedic bits my favorite part was whenever they would just like cut back to her from yeah molly's i love plot. that
0: i love the way that they had the two like, like the the scare seminar and molly's terror with the spider play off of each other yeah um, Good editing because uh, she's talking about the scare system, which is surprise, creep, alarm, roar, and ectoplasm. And meanwhile, Molly. I is... love Monsters
3: University. Yeah,
2: Molly so that was is very Monsters Inc. or Monsters at Work. Oh or yeah, Monsters University. All of them. It was very much that universe. Yes, it definitely feels like that. If they could have afforded it, it would have been funny to have like a one-eyed ghost voiced by Billy Crystal. Yeah. <laughs> somewhere there. Maybe they'll do that at some point. Um, that'd be fun but uh, i want to
1: say her name was uh pango
0: pango yeah yeah that's a name pango um
1: brought to you and, by imdb
0: yes what you do instead <laughs> you of things, instead
2: of things. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> um and then uh meanwhile molly's at home and she's like well um libby's at the dentist uh mom's out gig picking dad has a city council meeting daryl told me not to ask where he is today so I guess I'm just on my own. That's okay. And uh, um, she, she starts talking to her toys, which is just adorable.
3: Yeah. Did, did the teddy bear look like Freddy Fazbear to any of you? Yes! A little bit, yeah. He, was, he had the I top don't... hat and the bow tie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: remember
1: those bears that they sell at Hot Topic? They made a game out of them.
0: <laughs> and she ends up throwing away a scary doll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was Hey, funny. don't dis Annabelle. um and uh don't don't throw him out benny loves you (laughs) (laughs) but he threw him out twice and yet benny comes back and is still defending him that doesn't make any sense because that's not the tagline of the movie anyways um (laughs) so molly rearranges her stuffed animals and then they start moving and um I love how it, c- it cuts back to um pango talking about jump scares <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then she's like oh I guess and it's like I was the
3: just- calmest boo
0: yeah and then Molly's like oh I guess I was just uh you know it was just my eyes playing tricks on me and then she sees the spider and starts freaking out of course um meanwhile um yeah scratch and Jeff um create gelatin replicas of themselves um, which hopefully don't hit, get hit by the Turn Everything Evilinator and become Evil Gelatin
2: Monsters. <laughs> I used to play bass for Evil Gelatin Monsters.
0: Evil Gelatin Monsters is, is my um, Goo Goo Dolls cover band.
3: <laughs> Come on, kids. <laughs> squirt that gelatin monster. Um, and
0: then um, so Scratch and Jeff sneak off and then they go get, like, Aromascarapy done, which, of course, it's like you have, like, the the, the incense and it makes, like, a, a skull.
3: Yeah.
2: You know, Aromascarapy <laughs> is actually the name of my uh, evil gelatin monster star band. <laughs> <laughs> the evil gelatin monster star
0: band. And... Um, one thing I noticed is that during the song, uh, which is playing hooky, um so the lyric is busting ectoplasmic moves. And the captions got just connect those magic moves because captions are dumb.
3: Probably auto-generated. Like,
0: like these are the Disney Plus captions. They should just yeah. have they should have a script to be able to pull this from, shouldn't they? Yeah. They they think. have a script. <laughs> um and molly calls daryl in a panic um uh, about heidi harry like she's like you need to come home he's like no i'm busy we never find out what he's doing um no
3: don't harry... ask
0: shorts we never find out what he's doing so we should definitely have shorts about daryl because i would love that. i know i would love <laughs> some daryl shorts um bill and bob if you're listening please tell disney we need daryl shorts yes <laughs> um, please yes uh, i love daryl he's great uh and um daryl's like leave her alone she's about to have babies babies yeah hundreds hundreds possibly thousands a thousand baby tarantulas and that's what we call escalation
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs> why does daryl have a pregnant tarantula
0: i uh, i don't know how did how did I the call tarantula it? get pregnant i don't i don't know how that works well, i don't want to know well, y-
1: well you oh, see same. when a mommy tarantula and a daddy tarantula and another mommy tarantula and a cantaloupe love each other very very much. And the <laughs> they fuck. <laughs> spider bone, spider bone. <laughs> no! like a couple spiders do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: kind of yeah, uh, sp- spider bone is actually the name of my aromascarapy covered bin. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's not fair my one weakness
0: <laughs> um so um of course like, um. Then Pango is like, hey, so we're actually doing things differently this year. Normally, we take attendance at the end, but we have a very special guest. The chairman is going to see how you guys do It's scaring. Um, and Scratch is like, oh, crap. Uh, and he immediately assumes that Jeff is also going to be terrible and gets yeah. into the flow of failed Phantoms. And then Jeff actually does it perfectly.
3: Yeah, because it's the same information every year.
0: It's the same information every year, and Jeff actually paid attention. Uh, yeah. Meanwhile Molly's trying to get the spider back um into the into uh the cage and she uses like a, a toy uh um, school truck. bus. Yeah, like a school bus. bus it's a, it's the, a, it's the, a toy it's school a bus. Inside of. Um and but then um the spider like touches her once she gets it in there and she freaks out and falls, which I was kinda wondering. I'm like, so has Molly had problems like falling out of the attic door before because like the ladder wasn't yeah. even down, so not not sure how that works. I would I would kind of be worried a little bit about safety with that. Um and then the spider boops her and she yeah, like freaks twice. out and falls. Yeah. The spider just like boops her nose and she like freaks
2: out. To be fair, I would do the same. Again, yeah. spiders are terrifying. <laughs>
0: um
1: I'd want to get booped in the face by Lucas.
2: Yes. Okay, Lucas but that's
0: Lucas. Is Lucas is the Lucas good. is the exception, yes. not the rule. <laughs> yes. Um uh, And the other thing I noticed is that the ghost next to Scratch eats her notes. I'm like, why did she do that?
2: I guess to just be like, you know, because he's like, he basically wanted,
3: yeah,
2: he wanted to just like, you know, read the notes and copy off of it. And so she's like, uh, no, no, get lost, loser.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I have to imagine they're like a little nervous about what happens if like the 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 chairman catches them cheating because they have that one ghost that they just like yeet into the nether void. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Hashtag ghost eating.
0: Ghost eating is my is uh... <laughs> my spider bone tribute.
4: <laughs>
0: I like how that joke has just kind of become everyone's like just just but like a part of the the comedic language we all have at this point.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. No, even at my work, my friend and I have a running joke of the band Dolphin with a gun.
1: <laughs> I'd listen to it. That's uh... just like
2: running joke would be like oh yeah did you go see dolphin with a gun the other day (laughs) (laughs) um and so like we said jeff
0: actually does it successfully but then scratch of course fails miserably and is about to get sent to the flow when jeff is like wait you can't send him to the flow sure he failed to scare test miserably Scratch is like well i wouldn't say miserably but yeah um but he has this whole new way of interacting with humans it's it's innovative and groundbreaking um which is kind of funny because we're just coming off of very hungry ghost where supposedly he already did this so i think yeah i think jeff kind of thought about that and was like well hey we could you know we could try to throw something together (laughs) um and it ends up working out perfectly because of course molly is like freaking out about the spider getting loose again yeah very well timed. my life is agony my nightmares are (laughs) everywhere why did you leave me like this scratch
3: (laughs) i like the yin and yang when like molly's happy scratch is usually grumpy or vice versa
0: yeah yeah and it's like wow you but, like this really benefited scratch from you
3: yeah
1: hmm. again kind of total best friend relationship
0: <laughs> yes uh, and then scratch comes back um and sees molly outside and is like hey is everything okay she's like oh yeah it's totally fine it's like, okay, well, I'm going to go in the house. Wait, don't go in there.
2: Yeah. It belongs to the <laughs> belongs spiders to the now. Spiders.
3: <laughs> That's always how I feel, though, whenever I, like, there's been times where I, like, catch a spider underneath a cup and then I lift the cup up and the spider isn't there. And I'm like, well, it's time to set the entire house on fire. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I can't even do the cup thing. I can't get that close. <laughs> I have bug spray for a reason. Yes. Mm. I can um... stand safely across the room and just... ah. <laughs> mist
0: of death exactly of death. um and then um uh, the last episode of the bunch is the bad boy bobby daniels this was a fun one um yes. molly is talking to patty um,
3: do, do patty, we ever learn what patty's relation is to molly is she just like a person at the senior center
0: oh yeah you might not have seen that episode but they I come might have on missed here it. at the at the retirement home a lot so um, molly's it. become good friends with patty over over time um that's cute yeah because um they were volunteering in the episode where um patty talks about the the band shell
4: mm-hmm.
0: and um because it, it got torn down by a tornado and uh molly um wants to get the band shell rebuilt
1: dude we're getting the band shell back together again that's
0: literally yeah, the that episode title. Title of the episode yeah we're getting the band shell back together
3: also, this episode had some like parallels to do. we're getting the band back together because uh Bobby, like, like he used to be all cool and now he's like literally a librarian. I was like, gonna say that, much...
0: yeah. And it's literally it's one of just the just same Sherman names, except Bobby was the hairstylist as opposed to uh drummer Swampy, who worked at the library.
3: Yeah. Um, uh.
0: <laughs> and um Patty talks about all the adventures that she's gone on with Linda, her best friend, um including like being a storm chaser and a couple other things.
1: There's
3: another one, Linda
0: yeah another linda too sorry you did uh, and you did say
1: uh, storm chaser right
0: yeah storm chaser
1: okay not storm trooper okay
0: just uh, checking yeah storm chaser is a rocky mountain construction hybrid coaster in a- <laughs> <laughs> yes i bet you thought i was gonna say my something tribute band um uh, and um <laughs> caddy lives by a motto which is no regrets, um, which is actually my dolphin with a gun tribute band
3: <laughs>
2: see, see, the thing was starting
3: this. Uh, every this time joke.
2: they did the no regurts, the only thing I could think of was that I think it was a Milky Way, yeah, Milky Way, yeah, it was the Milky had, like, way a tattoo, and he's like, Regurts, sorry, I, just, I was I eating a Milky Way, yeah.
0: <laughs> actually so i was just um and uh the person who did the wonderful artwork for this episode jonathan harm was originally going to be on this episode until we had to push it back twice Mm. um but um he and i were just on a week-long road trip through the midwest and we visited um six flags um great america and six flags st louis and one thing the six flags parks are kind of notorious for is that they have advertisements everywhere uh but In uh, um
1: corporate theme park? Blasphemy.
0: Easily the advertisement I they don't. Easily the advertisement I remember the most is um there was a Snickers ad that was like, did you just happen to lose the other eight people in your party wearing the same neon t-shirt? You might just need a Snickers. I'm like, that's too funny. I (laughs) love that ad so much.
2: (laughs) the, The worst of the like, say what you will about oh, it's a corporate theme park. Disney is more corporately overlordy, but yet well, yeah, but that's you'll the never thing is... see Incredicoaster Coaster get a Snickers
0: wrap for the but, entire. But train. That's the thing. Well, they did do some advertisements. <laughs> Star Tours was sponsored by M Ms originally. Um, yeah, but... but sponsored by it wasn't like yeah, it wasn't they like ads you know... plastered around the park. But that's the thing with uh with Six Flags and to a lesser extent Cedar Fair is they're kind of cheaper, and as a result, they do a lot of those ads because. Mm-hmm that kind of you know they, they get money for those ads obviously
2: yeah but i was just, yeah, just thinking, like, run the just clip from the ad
1: just run the clip from jurassic world verizon wireless presents the indominus rex
2: yeah yeah exactly exactly <laughs> um and they should, get, um, they should get Verizon Wireless to sponsor the VelociCoaster
0: just for the gag. <laughs> Verizon Wireless <laughs> presents the VelociCoaster. Um I don't think Universal's even really done. Actually, no, they 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 were sponsored by like American Express and GE for a while.
2: Um, yeah.
0: but I don't think they ever had any rides that were specifically sponsored.
2: No, but Rip Ride Rocket should be sponsored by Spotify. Uh, yeah. E- <laughs> Um, also, I'm salty. They removed the two Daft Punk songs from that ride, and now yeah, I'm they upset. keep getting rid of songs and not replacing them. It's weird. I'm upset. They removed my favorite song of all time, and I'm upset about it. Um,
0: but so, um, Patty talks about how her one regret is um letting the um Bobby Daniels, the bad boy of Brighton, get away, and um we get the the song, which actually the song I love this song. Yeah, the song the song is great. Um,
3: it's so like Grease, like. Yes, I mean. 1950s. I mean, obviously,
0: it's very much you know biker and pink lady yeah. kind of deal. You
3: no, know, grease uh, is the word.
0: And um, Bobby is played by Danny Trejo, which is wait—is so he really? I yes, didn't even I did notice not that when catch. I was watching. Yes that. <laughs> yes, that is Danny Trejo.
3: What a bad boy!
0: I love Danny it. Trejo I love it so is much. awesome. Boots himself.
3: It. Anything hey, Danny Trejo does is be awesome.
0: Yeah. <laughs> He played Venom in Phineas and uh in the Phineas Infer Mission Marvel. That's amazing. Yeah, he played Venom.
3: Um, oh, no m zero out
0: of ten. A, was he bitten by a radioactive platypus? <laughs> I had no <laughs> idea that was him. Um, yep. Um, and Molly, of course, um wants to get them to reunite, and she finds out that. Bobby is just one town over in New Line, which is apparently the toilet cake capital. I'm like, that's that's something I wouldn't even advertise as a town. <laughs> like, 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 people want to talk about Brighton being miserable. Imagine living in the toilet cake capital of America.
2: I mean, the only thing I, I could think of whenever I hear that is just that Madagascar, uh, <laughs> Melman <Mel-Mindis laughs> <Free Mince>. just <laughs> uh, So feel free to shove that clip in here, too. Yes. Um, and I love how um, Pete
0: drives them to Mewline because he's just down for whatever scheme Molly comes up with
3: Yeah He's like okay this is what we're doing today
0: This is what we're doing today might as well um, And of course they find out that Bobby is a librarian And He's so like you're what saying that and, have uh, and, and Scratch is like what happened to the disregard for authority He is authority He is authority <laughs> and, um, not know
1: it. I Molly feel like you him. can still flex some uh, bad boy authority at the same time. I mean, look at Conan the Librarian.
0: <laughs> Conan, the Librarian, That's a good one. <laughs> um, and Molly asks Bobby about Patty and, and he's like, I haven't, I haven't you know, That's a name I haven't heard. That's a name I haven't, <laughs> that's, heard, that's in name I haven't heard in a long time. Yeah. <laughs> Does she still smell like cinnamon and gasoline? She's only gotten better with age. Do you like floppy skin? I, I think it's really funny how like Scratch will participate <laughs> in the conversation, even though he, he's not like the other person can't actually see him. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, 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 I think that's just a license to let Dana Snyder. I think it's just a license to let Dana Snyder just Rift, improv oh, on a yeah, yeah. Just go off <laughs> yeah.
0: I love I love in the episode where um, where Grandma Din comes over and. Um, and there's the whole thing going on with uh with her and sharon and at, at the end um scratch just goes like hey you know the post office has flat rate boxes you can ship anything i'm like that had to have been an improv and i love that. <laughs> that that's absolutely an improv and i love that kind of stuff
2: well now wait the flat rate boxes is that how they shipped libby in that talent show episode yes is that how that works <laughs> <Yes. Yeah. laughs> Libby, Libby weighs
0: like sixty pounds soaking wet, so it's totally <laughs> fine. I, I noticed in the because uh, I did a whole series rewatch leading up to this, and I noticed that um, in the Helen Harriet episode, um, Molly has like um, the the three potential friend candidates, and Libby is human and tall. Hmm. <laughs> And the other ones are blue hair, and I forget what, um, not blue hair, pink hair. She has pink hair and pronouns.
2: Um, also, that one girl totally looks like the, um, I forget her name from turning red, but they totally look the same. Oh, um, uh, Abby? Yeah, one of the characters here, one of the side characters totally looks just like i think it's abby from uh, from turning red i can't unsee that um
0: <laughs> uh, and molly and scratch try to get bobby to um to bring back the bad boy persona and it doesn't really work and it seems like molly's given up no of course she didn't give up i like uh, how they like
3: reprise the song yes during the montage even though it's unsuccessful
2: <laughs> yes uh, I love the song. My bad and, it was Miriam, um, by the way, was the one that looks like another character in this show. It was Miriam? Okay. Hmm. Uh,
0: and so Mo- Molly, of course, doesn't give up, and she, um, she ends up uh, basically tricking Bobby into coming back over to Brighton. <laughs> um for an urgent inner inner city or inner town loan request something like that as you do yeah Mm -hmm. as librarians totally do that's totally a thing that happens they wouldn't just mail a book if you needed it mailed um and it it was from this is a real name oh man dang kids got to me again (laughs) and scratch is like wait what's happening i'm always like you really thought i would give up that easily (laughs) (laughs) and uh, of course um, Patty and Bobby um, reunite and um, spend time together and they um, very much you can tell they they both still absolutely are in love with each other and then they're about to kiss and oh well actually before they kiss um, they're dancing on the stage at the band shell and they they pull an us again they pull an Us again where um, they like transform into their older selves, which obviously is not actually happening, but it's like, you know, it's it's, it it's they're like reliving their past, basically.
3: It was wholesome.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, but wait, why and they're about to kiss, and then she's like, but wait, why did you leave me all those years ago? And Bobby's like, well, you told me to go. And she's like, no, I didn't. She's like, and and Bobby's like, yeah, I got a note that you wrote um and she reads the That's note so and it's tragic. like it's like wait a minute this says regrets i only say regrets so for, apparently that was something she did like years ago <laughs> and there's only one
1: person i know who says it matrosity.
0: <laughs> matrosity.
1: <laughs>
0: um and right at that moment bobby gets kidnapped by someone on a scooter
2: yes that that chase scene oh my god oh my god i love the chase scene (laughs) um
0: and patty goes out scratch possessing it again Uh,
2: scratch possessing it but also that whole thing when it was like going it's like they make it seem like it's really crazy and like a fast and furious thing and then the anime go faster lines it's literally
0: supercharged (laughs) <laughs> looks like a high-speed chase, and then it's like, oh, actually, it's not. Um, but also, the person that kidnaps Bobby, who we'll reveal in a second, um, they throw a bunch of candy like it's nails. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> which is a clue that it's like, oh, this is another old person. And sure enough, it's actually Linda that kidnapped Bobby. And the reason why is because all those years ago, Linda sabotaged Bobby and Patty's relationship by writing that note. Because she was worried about losing Patty. And, uh, you know, she's like, I felt horrible about it. It's been my one lifelong regret. And then Patty's like, wait a minute. You know, I don't do regrets or regrets, And I'm not about to throw away 70 years of friendship. But I'm not ready to make n- nice yet either. And she's like, go home. We'll have words later. Uh,
1: but meanwhile, in another universe, there is a universe where Linda did get Bobby and they make Patties.
3: Ah, I guess I gotta go.
0: All (laughs) right, um, well, we're pretty much done, anyways. So, um,
3: that was that was a joke, but oh, okay, yes, yeah, you hear the just the
0: leaving sound, yeah, that that was yeah, uh, okay, that was I
1: regret nothing, I know
0: we are almost done, anyways, um, but, um molly molly also says to scratch hey just a quick thing if you ever sabotage my love life you're gonna find yourself in the after afterlife okay he's like yep <laughs> message received <laughs> yeah like that's another that's another moment when it's like yeah molly can be kind of intimidating when she wants to be bobby and patty kiss and then they ride off together only for the scooter to once again break down and molly and scratch have to go help them
5: the ghost you. and molly wiggie
0: um so that's the last of the episodes we're covering now that is every episode that's on disney plus so far until today as this is being dropped tomorrow as we're recording this um so overall i mean i know we kind of already went through thoughts beforehand but this is just such a fun show i love this show i love that it's you know it's it's episodic but you still have um through lines through it that carry over yeah. is fun. it's just fun it's got a lot of hurt just like we don't yeah. have to do tons of angst. We can just do a show that's just funny and happy, and it's it's really yeah good.
3: Um, yeah. I I, I think it, it in general it just appeals to me because of how easy it is to just like jump into an episode and leave. Um, yeah. But like I know a lot of Disney Channel shows with the with the narrative arcs people really really like, but I I don't know. T- to me, this is easier to get into if on like a short amount of time. Um, and it, it helps that it's just so charismatic.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think. Um, I think though binge watching it like all the episodes at once does to a bit of it have a bit of a detriment to it because like every episode having a musical number when you're watching them all back to back to back to back to back oh yeah kind of get a little tedious yeah i could see that
1: if not tedious they do kind of blend together a little bit but yeah again these are like minor minor complaints about this overall yeah, very like fun the show songs themselves were
2: good it's just that when every episode it's like and here comes a song you yes you have to have the song
0: well it's funny cause it's sort of like and they weren't originally gonna have musical numbers and then that just kind of happened and it's like they're lucky that it's like oh well ashley Burch can sing so we're good
3: I feel like this is the only show I've seen where the, like, one song per episode formula actually rivals that of Phineas and Ferb, because, like, it's typically always... I mean, Milo had a lot of songs, but a lot of it was just, like, like, Danny Jacob would be singing it while, during an action montage where a bunch of sound effects are happening, whereas, like, Phineas and Ferb and also Ghost and Molly McGee, I think, do a really good job of, like, directly tying the songs into the characters and what they're going through in those episodes. And yeah, for sure. I just think it makes it a lot more memorable. I
2: was going to say, if we're going to talk about, like, one song per episode, if they're non-sequitur songs, I, I believe there is one show that will probably destroy all the other ones. And now it's time for Silly Songs with Larry, the part <laughs> of the show where Larry comes out and sings a silly song. Yeah,
3: well, that's true. <laughs>
2: it was maybe so the other one that's always
0: uh, so i did a i did a rude. podcast where we talked about um jonah a veggie tales movie with channel krt and i was
2: gonna say and y'all didn't invite me dang it
0: we'll have to do another <laughs> veggie tales one at some point um i'm
2: more than happy with, with mariah
0: one. um and then i'm at silver dollar city i'm like guys you will never guess who is playing at silver dollar city tonight <laughs> the news boys
2: oh my god
0: did they play the
2: belly of the whale i don't
0: know i was riding time traveler oh fair i I was riding time traveler and outlaw run i couldn't care about going to go see a concert but we got to the park in the (laughs) afternoon because we went back to the hotel to kind of rest and then we went back to the park in the afternoon and we're like what is this line for i'm like this is not the line for frozen lemonade and then we're like oh it's like there's a concert okay (laughs) so that whole concert venue that's like on the side of the hill next to time traveler and uh and thunderation so um, but yeah, I, I I love this show and I look forward to covering the last five episodes, which I think are some of the best easily. Um, there's a couple especially that sort of like the Bandshell arc are like two parters really, um, specifically episodes 18 and 20 that are so freaking good but obviously 19 is great too because that's the one with the comment. that one's really great they they do a really great job of wrapping up the season to where i think and i know this is kind of getting ahead of ourselves but i think the whole first season like would function as a show on its own even if they didn't make any more episodes after this because it's just it's it it it's, it's so well done i can't wait to talk about those episodes but these these ones may not really have any major beats that um that change things like um like, for example, episode nine did where Libby found out about scratch. But still, it's yeah. just a lot of fun. You know, you don't always need those when you're just keeping a show going forward. Yeah. But I feel like there's still a lot more of that in a sense of time passing than like Phineas and Ferb had.
2: That's another show that this reminded me a lot of as well. Yeah. I got a lot of vibes of my life as a teenage robot. I haven't really watched that
0: show, so I'd have to go back and watch it because Oh, it's great. It's on that's Paramount. That's what I've heard. Plus. I've heard it's, it's really good. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh, I love Paramount that
1: Plus. That's why. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was on Hulu and then they moved it. We have to ask Scott Sandler what's on Paramount Plus.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, Paramount Plus solely to rewatch old Nickelodeon shows.
0: Well Fair. I wan I, I need Bunch to Ned's
3: Declassified.
0: I need to get back to watching Star Trek Lower Decks because that show is fantastic.
2: Really? Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, it's very good.
2: It's a lot of fun. Jordan Peele's Twilight Zone.
0: Oh, yes, that too. But yeah, Lower Decks is like, it's like Star Trek The Next Generation crossed with Rick and Morty. It's really fun.
1: You could always watch Halo.
2: Apparently that sucks. I don't know. I've never watched it. I I heard
3: very Uh, uh, not great things about it.
2: All right. Well, just, I know, just I watch
3: that, Halo. Hello, Doctor. My, I know the that, voices are um, back.
0: I know that Jacob has to head to work soon. So, yeah. um, does anyone have anything they want to plug?
3: Plug up, plug up. I can.
2: Yeah, go around the circle and plug your thing because I have stuff to plug. <laughs> Andrew,
0: didn't you have a musical or something that you made?
3: Mm. Yeah, yeah. I made a Phineas and Ferb parody musical called The Musical Without a Cool Acronym. You can watch the virtual edition of it on YouTube right now. Just search for uh, musical without a cool acronym or MWCA. Chandler is holding up a shirt that from the musical right completely... now, although it is it is disappearing into the void. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's this big, like two and a half hour uh, Phineas and Ferb uh, musical that we put together over the course of uh, quarantine, or at least the tail end of it uh, during the beginning of 2021. And That's we're still doing um, we're still doing songs. We did a we did a Christmas album in December. We've been posting about one song a month uh, throughout 2022, either a parody or a cover. Um, Our most recent of which is a cover of Summer, Where Do We Begin? from Across the Second Dimension. Uh, And we might just have one coming out next month as well. So check it out.
2: Before I go on my tirade of plugging things d do you got something to plug?
1: I actually do have a couple of things to plug. Um, as always, you can find me on Twitter at d 2295 where you can find me yelling at movies and uh, all sorts of good stuff. I have recently finished my long-awaited live tweet of Pete's Dragon. That's ready to roll. And I wanted to specially announce on this podcast my next live tweet, as voted on a poll by you guys. I have missed one particular movie from the Despicable Me franchise, and I am going to live tweet my reaction to it as soon as I can. I will. My next live tweet is going to be Despicable Me Three, the one that got away from me, the one I have not seen yet. I have seen literally every other movie in the Despicable Me uh, series. Yes, even the rise, the rise of, of Gru. Gru? Do you you gonna go go wear a suit?
2: Uh, so yeah did you wear a suit to the theater
1: <laughs> no
0: my sister wore a dress i'm like i guess i remember she was going out i'm like what are you so dressed up for she's like we're gonna go see minions i'm like uh, i love that that's so funny
1: you don't understand <laughs> i worked at a movie theater i was Uh-oh. not fond of the trend uh. <laughs> i you
0: know,
1: have people contempt like,
0: for that. people were like being like really obnoxious during it
3: Yeah, I mean, I I think there's a difference between wearing a suit for the meme of it and then actually being obnoxious once you get inside the theater. Yeah, it's one is more okay than the other.
0: It's not Rocky Horror. Oh yeah, or The Room. (laughs) But
1: yes, look forward to that coming very soon.
0: That is is the most fun I've ever had at the movies.
2: Was going to go see (laughs) The Room. That was the first time I ever saw the whole movie of The Room. Was as a screening of it like that. It was so so much much fun. It was so much fun. (laughs)
1: But yes, look forward to a live tweet of Despicable Me 3 coming to my Twitter page very soon. And I also, um, also on my Twitter page is a link to a video discussion I did with my good buddy Aaron the Wolf about Sonic the Hedgehog 2. So be sure to oh, click that, leave a like. And uh, yeah, see you guys next time. Yep.
2: I do have things to plug as well. I have a lot of things to plug uh this just this june i dropped my fourth album lasers it's all my music is under the name close to the sun this album specifically if you're a nerd this album has a lot of stuff for you um i've got a song that says it's basically a song version of journey to of uh, not journey to the center of the earth it's a song version of uh 20,000 leagues under the sea that's entirely uh, that's, that's yeah it's like a funk trap song that's telling the plot of 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. There's a uh, like, there's a song that's basically what if Rage Against the Machine wrote a song that's the plot of Tron from 1982? That's fun. Uh, it ends in the big, giant Daft Punk tribute. So that album is out. It's called Lasers by Close to the Sun. I, mean, I just today, right now. just yesterday, as when this is posted, I dropped my live album. It is... Uh, I'll say your phone is going into the void. I just dropped my live album, Moonset 22, which has a lot of the songs from Lasers. So feel free to check that out as well. All the same places. And uh, other than that, on August 16th, I have my big theme park video, four years in the making, discussing all of the theme park attractions, or at least my favorites, in my home state of Washington. So... Please be sure to check that out. I've got some great cameos in there Hmm, near the beginning.
0: I'm interested to see that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Got some fun cameos right near the start of it. Can't believe I really got. I sealed the deal. Got got uh, Robert Downey Jr. Right in the beginning. It's amazing. Oh
0: my gosh. That's a real endgame moment right there.
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, August 16th on my YouTube channel RCT3 is epic. Go to that channel. You can also see all my music is posted there as well. Um, other than that, follow me on all social medias. You can find me either on Twitter. As I'm either the name RCT3 is Epic or I'm Close to the Sun. For Close to the Sun, just look for the White Pentagon and you'll find me.
0: You can follow me on Twitter at Starport97 and at the YouTube channel Starport97, as well as this podcast at Ad Podcast Acronym. If you like this and want to hear more, be sure to subscribe. I'm on all the usual places, Google Play, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and I'm now available on iHeartRadio and Audible. Leave us a review, give us 5 stars, and share us with your friends! I've got a handful of episodes of my flagship show, Theme Park Backlot, on my YouTube channel. I also visited a whole bunch of parks across the Midwest last summer, and I'm slowly working on getting those vlogs finished. And I will definitely be making more videos about my more recent trips that I've taken, but I have to get through the backlog of old stuff I haven't edited yet first before I do those. Some of those parks are actually parks that I also visited last year, so. If you want to support me even more, be sure to check out my new and improved Patreon! That's right, I actually have a Patreon again. Patreon.com Starport97. Just a dollar a month gets you early access to new episodes of this podcast one day early, and new videos at least one week early. Sometimes more if I haven't finished the next one quite on time. And be sure to join us next time when we cover the Disney Plus original short series from Walt Disney Animation Studios, Baymax. Right here on the podcast without a cool acronym.
5: I stand tall and I don't back down. So you can keep on crawling around. Because you're not going to catch me by surprise. Ah! Starting now. I'm a warrior. I'm a fighter. Also, I'm very scared. And there's nothing you can do